beat the odds at all. At all. Yes, sir. Yes, like sir. This. this is called living. Don't ever forget it. Uh -uh. Sky's just the view, baby. It's never the limit. Yeah. Now, if you're playing the game, then you better be winning. Glasses Feeling good wide. this morning, huh? Yeah. World don't stop. You know got a lot of important things to talk about like me. You know I keep spinning. I got a good heart. Let the snakes keep the venom. Come out when you see that big boy with the emblem. And I ain't looking at you. Mommy, I'm looking through you. I could take you to places you probably only could Google. And bitches in your ears just jealous. Don't let them fool you. Don't let them do that. Only chance they wish they could do what you do. Nah, but we ain't jacking them, no We on the Benjamin wave and we stacking them, no Put your seatbelt on, we in the fast lane And I think I want you to share my last name Kisses to the sky, what's up? Speaking to existence, I'm the boss type Nah, this ain't off-white, I got rich off-white Even though everybody's entitled to an off-night Doubt we ever have one, luxury, mad fun, countertop action While the water in the bathroom, I come home Bag full of money, you can have some Question who? You don't even have to ask none I love you like that, you ain't gotta get your ass done Closet stuff you ain't never wear the last one. Call Chanel. Try to find out when the bags come. Your friends be hating. I ain't even gonna blast them. They see me and speak. I keep it moving right past them. I ain't the first, and I won't be the last. Son, watch those that only come around when the cash come. Yeah, cause they be vicious in disguise. No militia or mischief, just kisses in the sky. What's up? talking about money mindset this morning it's probably one of the most important topics that we ever gonna talk about on this here show today i hope you got your pen and pads ready because uh i guarantee you somebody gonna get a transformation this morning that's a fact got a team full of hitters no need for letterments fact cream in the luggage can't leave no evidence jesus pieces be flooded like it was heaven sent in a room full of demons, how can we make amends? He took a chance and took a stand, you gotta check your mans Ray for Lemon in 86 and I'm living there Mercedes full of 80 bricks, look where I'm living at One eye open like I was Fetty Wap Two Glocks on me, pulling my Betty drop Big belly rude boy, yes I top shot up Bumba Clock, you pussy hoes go and suck your mother DEA got all you niggas petrified Only reason you testified to get less time Lamborghini got all your few bitches mesmerized I double park it at Target before I step inside Boss 
Feds raided some going Larry Davis. Bumps. Mad haters, jealous, mad that we made it. Louis luggage carry the 1.5. Two bitches, few kisses. It's time to live my life. You know what I mean? Past time, that's all I want to know. If this is a breakthrough, if you're looking for a real, real breakthrough, put a number two in the chat for me. Man, oh, I think we may be on to something today. I think so, I think so. I ain't gonna lie, I'm vibing out. Man. That's vibing a nice out. song. Yeah, I had to go download that joint. You know what I'm saying? See, I, see every now and then you got to put something on that's really going to speak to what we finna be dealing with today. I feel that you gotta pull something out they don't know about. I yeah. know I ain't know that song. Yeah, man, that's that one. Man. I ain't never heard that, man. Kiss, yeah. man, Kiss got that legendary voice. Man. Yeah, man. That raspy, I don't know. That Jada Kiss, that Rick Ross, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that's a little different. Can't go wrong with that. No. Find that, man. That's just one of them ones. How you find them, man? Man, you know I'm I'm always perusing, man, looking for them classic records, man. I'm always. You know what I mean? That's just I like classic records. You know what I'm saying? That speak to the soul and that 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 I know gonna speak to the people. So, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. So that's what that be about. But you know, man, I'm um. What's that here? Vibe connoisseur. Vibe connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> Big facts. You know what I'm saying? I was uh I was on a little consultation call yesterday, right? I had one yesterday too. And uh, this this topic came up, you know, and uh, and and when I really think about it, oh, this topic actually come up a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because I think this this come up more often than not. Exactly. So we 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 really got to dive deep today. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I didn't I didn't come here with a re with regular intentions. I came here with extraordinary intentions. I really want to make sure that somebody gets a real breakthrough today. I really do. Um, include myself. Shit, I don't be just doing this for y'all. I be doing this for me too. I hope I hope y'all knowing. So um, that you know, shit, I'm, I'm excited, man. I got we got my guy Los in the building. You know what I'm saying? He, he came up, early. He came early. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure he was. He, he felt something in the spirit. <laughs> I don't know. I got new hours now. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That's right. You got you got you got the juice. Oh, with the fruit. With the fruit. You gotta get the fruit. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's a wonderful sight to see, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna even lie to you, man. That, that's a wonderful sight to see, man. How y'all doing that, you know, in the city like that. Hey, um, I'm about to open up another one downtown ooh. in the heart of the Ooh. I'm working you about on that. To start right. that up? Say what oh. So you about to start it up? You find a location, everything already? Yeah, yeah, I found I found three locations that we trying to see which, whichever one we get, then that's where we going. But we we trying to get one of the three. Mm. So you about to start that leveraging credit, not your own money. Damn right. Come on, man. <laughs> I can dig it, man. I can dig it, 
Man, we talking money mindset this morning. Oh, you want to kick it off, man? Yeah, let's get it, man. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. I'm Neil Parker from Lafayette, Louisiana, real estate investor, entrepreneur. I replaced a six-figure job at the age of 27. And uh, now I just building more businesses and enjoying life, man. What you got, Byron? Yeah, man. Byron, real estate investor out of Houston, Texas. You know what I mean? Uh, primarily focused on the wholesale space and creative finance. Also looking to, you know, uh, get into the build to rent space. So I will be, you know, um, definitely looking for, for partners on that particular endeavor. Uh, so if you're interested, uh, definitely tap in with me, you know. So, uh, yeah. What's going on, B? Yo, yo. Brian Arigbu, real estate entrepreneur out here in Houston, Texas. I replaced a six-figure job with creative finance rentals. Man, I was able to work directly with the seller to buy millions of dollars in real estate. Um, never happy to use a bank loan. Uh, good morning. Happy to be here. Absolutely, man. Special shout out to Pauline in the building. We got my guy Don Ice in the building this morning. Giuseppe Los. You know what I'm saying? We got Joanna. My guy 10K Cars is in the building. And that was a, that was a shout out and a plug at the same time. I know he liked that. My guy. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Tamika, we got my guy Dallas in the building, BJ Moran. We got Tara in the building, Augustus. You know what I'm saying? Trelly, Kim, Tony, Keisha, Lydia in the building. You know what I'm saying? We got my guy uh, Curtis in the building. What's going on, man? It's been a minute, man. Where you been at, man? Man, I've been on that grind, big bro. I'm right here, though. Hey, I, I could dig it. I could dig it. We got Rumidy. We got Amina in the building. We got Deetra Douglas. My guy Sawan in the building. You know what I'm saying? We got uh, uh, Arpit in the building and Dr. Uh, Nashtar in the building. Man, shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Man, I think it's a very important topic because this stage loaded this morning. Yeah, man. It's only 6'10". Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know... Cause this one of the ones uh oh where everybody can benefit even while they sharing, right? I, I've literally been in the middle of sharing something that has helped me at the same time I was sharing it, right? And I think um we are all looking to improve and level up in our mindset. Always. Um, because it's levels to this thing. It's levels to this thing. And if you truly commit it, if you truly commit it, you you never really get off that train. You never really get off that train. So, with that, I got being, two things from bro. I got two th two things. What's, what's that? What's that? Oh? If you have any fears or grew up with any fears of money, man, let's see it in the chat so we can make sure we address that. And another thing, man, you gotta share this room, man. We about to get down with it. Hey, any fears of money, man? Let us see it in the chat. What fears that did you grow up with? What fears do you hear other people talk about? Let's talk about it, man. Because I know some, a lot of people probably um. Grew up with the same fears, especially in the black community. Uh, of course, when it comes to credit, uh, just other things like that. So, if y'all got any fears of money, our group of fears of money, let's see it in the chat. Mmm. Love it. Ooh, wee. Ooh, fears of being poor, fears of about debt. People got, being, got fears of being poor and rich. Not having enough. Ooh. Not having enough. Losing it all, man. Oh man, this this is good. This is good. That was oh man was definitely a factor. Debt. You see what I'm talking about? That debt thing. You know, that's you know this is good. Man, big numbers don't feel obtainable. Wow, this is good. 
we're gonna dive into all of that i'm i'm, I'm excited i'm i am really excited um wow um okay well shoot let's 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 get straight to it man dallas how you feeling this morning man hey man i'm feeling real good this morning man i cannot wait b but it's mindset talk this morning. Oh my God. Ooh, it's yeah. about to go down, man. I can't wait. I know everybody has been anticipating on this one all, anticipating this one all week long. So without further ado, man, let's get to it. Do me a favor, man. Switch it up for me and drop that beat. Good morning, good morning, and good morning again to each and every one of y'all who are listening with, who are on with us. You are listening to Business Over Breakfast Morning Show right here on Clubhouse. And since we're right here on Clubhouse, the first thing I need you to do for me is take that 39 up, up, and up. I need you to take that 39 down there at the box where the arrow is pointing up. I need you to share it right now. Please share it. This should be well over 100, 200, 300 because everybody needs to shift. They need to pivot into a new money mindset. Even if you're doing well, there are always things that you can do to shift your money mindset. So share the room right now. We really, really need to get it across the globe this morning. And for those of you who have not done it, please press on that green mansion that looks like a Monopoly hotel at the top of your screen so that you can be kept abreast and in the know of all things business over breakfast good morning good morning good morning to each and every one of you once more and again i want you to make sure that you pray for and follow each and every person that's on this digital verbal stage this morning and i don't know about y'all but when it comes to these clubhouse streets it's the b-o-b for me it's thursday may 12 get it how you live I want to shout out to everybody who has a May birthday. Happy birthday to you. Guess what? Next Wednesday, this Wednesday coming, it's going to be Bible study. 5-18-2022, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're here Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 6 a.m. And we don't want you to miss it. We're about to start a fire this morning again about that money mindset. You're going to learn today. Let's do what we came to do, and that is to talk to the Father and watch Him work. And remember this, if God don't do nothing else for you, He's already done enough. Let us pray. Today, God, come shouting out mindset. This morning, God, we thank you for a new dawning. Good morning to you, oh God, and thank you for closing us in our right mind. Forgive us, God, right now of every shortcoming, and we want to take today and make you the priority. Today, God, awaken in us something that has been lying dormant for some time, whatever that may be. Cleanse us, God, and make our hearts ready for another mighty move of you. Today, God, we ask right now that your word penetrate every problem and every obstacle. Give us power, God, to subdue the enemy and push him away. Push it or whatever is distracting us away. And God, allow us to live today undistracted, undistracted by our uh, needless wants, undistracted, God, by our selfish desires, undistracted, God, by our harmful thoughts and we promise God to focus more on you and last but not least today God as we embrace this day as we take this day by the horns we ask God that you give us the strength to withstand any temptation and it is 
in the mighty matchless name of Jesus, we pray. And the B.O.B. Church, shout it out. Amen. Y'all have a powerful day in the Lord. Now, I get the opportunity once more and again to introduce my sister from another mister, Dr. Ashley B. B. Wilkerson. And she's coming to us this morning and greeting us as only she can. Let us have it, sister. Good morning to you. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. How are you I doing, doing this brother morning. from another mother? Bless you, bless you, bless you. Good to see you. <laughs> Enjoyed it last you. night. That room was fire. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. You came through with the clutch answer, too. Oh, thank God. <laughs> hey, B.O.B., how y'all doing? Goody, was goody. O'Neal beat you last night. Good morning. Yeah, yeah I, 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 you know what I'm saying? I'm knowing. Yeah, he's, well, he's you know, slow oh, to the party. Oh, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Or get me every night. If I, if I wait to like six, six, oh, one. If you wait six minutes one, and ten seconds, just get done. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> you know, I got a no. lot of stuff I'm setting up over here. I have got a lot of stuff. That's I'm why you got to get up early and set this shit up early. Hey, hey you're right. You're right. Tell him, no deal. Tell him, O'Neal. Okay, I'll be the same. Five fifty-five. I'll be running in here. <laughs> <laughs> Ten seconds makes the difference. Nah, Byron. It was funny last time when you were like. Man, I come in first sometimes, and then the next morning you were like bright and early that next day. <laughs> you damn near wanted to start the room for you, huh? <laughs> I know. He was dead here. He wanted to start the button. <laughs> yes, indeed. I love my BLB brothers. Oh, good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Thursday. This is always my bittersweet day. So we got to make sure it's really good because it's the last day with B.O.B. of the week. You know, we come to you live every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, 6 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here in the building. So if you haven't already, hit the house and make sure you join the club so that you always see these rooms in your hallway. Lately, Byron and the crew, we've been having some people say, man, this is my first time. I'm just now finding the room. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What you think about that, Byron? Man, look, them people need to be in here. That's why it's important to share the room. Uh, Absolutely. You know. you get out of my head, Byron. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was just saying. And it's because of each and every one of you who share the room. All right. That's how they've been able to find us. So let's go ahead and get that share party started. Hit that arrow at the bottom. Go ahead and share on Clubhouse. And while you're at it, ping some people into the room and let them know that the best morning show on Clubhouse is taking place right now. All right. We want them in the building. I'm Dr. Ashley B. Wilkerson, the host and thought leader of the Phenomenal Women Leading Club. And today I have the morning news for you. So let's get into it. For those of you who like avocados, if you're looking to buy a carton of avocados, 
Last year, they were priced at about $40. Now, on average, they are priced at $78.75 for a carton of avocados. So, for those of you who like guacamole and avocados in your meals, there is a surge in price. Yesterday's price. It's not today's it's price. Not today's price. <laughs> you eat avocados, Ashley? Look like you eat them. I don't. Actually, I don't. He's what? What is that supposed to be, O'Neal? Say, wait one damn minute. You man. seem like you like avocados. Like you be on the avocado toast and all that. Yeah. Ew, no, I can't she do that. Ew, wow. Oh, uh, uh-uh. I can't do it. Listen, what I do, Byron was supposed to try this. He is yet to try it. But I only he ain't drinking no avocado nah. smoothie. You can cancel that. Exactly. Put that on absolute <laughs> breaks. Mining can check. You didn't even try it. You said never you were going to try at least it's a, just, a it, small You know what it cup. is? It should sound nasty. I've never, I've never looked at an avocado and said that this is for me. I've, I've never done it. I've never looked at that and said this is for me. Lois, y'all got some avocado smoothies over there, man. We gonna have to ask him that. He may be picking up some fruit. That's what Byron said. Meineke breaks. Good job. <laughs> you know about that? Now. That's a definite stop. That's yeah. a definite, definite stop. stop. I mean, that's a definite stop. You understand what I'm talking about? Never, I never looked at him and said, "Man, this is for me." I mean, that's like a rapping bar. I mean, Meineke breaks. Oh, God, dog, man. God. I can't. <laughs> Shout out to Honey just joining the stage right now. You know what I'm saying? What's going big on? Honey. Big, big honey. Big honey, not, honey. The honey. not the little one. You gotta say it right, man. You gotta say it right. What's the vibes? I'm on my way to work. I think y'all can hear me. Yeah, we hear you clearly. We can hear you. Why y'all got my boy Diddy chill, um, chilling in the trenches, though? What Diddy? Hey, man, I ain't bougie, man. I ain't got like kicking it, man. like kicking it, you know what I'm saying? The hallway, you know, they yeah. bad, darling. We be, we be chilling, man. <laughs> my boy chilling in the band, though. <laughs> He's trying to be sight unseen. Yeah. Sometimes I want to slide through the back door. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, too. I'll be like, hey, I don't want to come to the stage, man. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, did he? Yeah, Out man. of sight, out of mind? Yeah, man, I was just coming through the back door today. Yeah. Oh, you came through the back door? Okay. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot with y'all. Hey, big honey. Listen, please be careful, you all. U.S. drug overdose deaths has hit the highest level in 2021. CDC data shows that nearly 108,000 people died of drug overdoses in 2021 with synthetic opioids. So please, please be mindful. We recently had NBA Hall of Famer Bob Lanier, who passed away at the age of 73. Rest in peace to him. There's another rapper in the news, Casanova. He pleads guilty to racketeering, conspiracy, and drug charges. Now, speaking of entertainment, we've heard this story over and over and over again between Megan the Stallion. Mm. <laughs> Byron, see, I know you have a whole. I, I'm, I'm waiting to listen in. I, you know, I, I'm just. I'm just... <sighs> That's a okay. bad story right there. So Megan Thee Stallion 
accused Tory Lanez of shooting her or shooting at her, allegedly. And she recently did an interview with Gail King. Uh, but now the doctor who treated Megan Thee Stallion, Dr. Lafrito, confirmed that her foot was wounded due to her stepping on glass and not by a gunshot. Mm. Well, that, that 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 is not gonna look good. Uh, you know, the scary part about this, man. You know, and I got I got to keep it real. You know, every night I got I got I got to keep it real, right, Ashley? I know you are. What's scary about this is that if she did lie, right? You know, we don't have all of the facts, but if she lied about this to try and damage this man, what's the difference between her and the people who accused Emmett Till? Man, I think that man, if somebody he lied on, man, they damn near gotta catch a charge, man. <laughs> you understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I think she I think she gotta, you know. If um, Tori was was in the wrong, he gotta go to jail. Why well, she can't go to jail? For lying, man. She building up this whole case and she ain't even telling the truth. And then on top of that, it's like, you know, it it puts, you know, my thing is this. This is what what what, what it is for me. I wanna hear that. If a woman is saying that she has been violated by a male or anybody, I want to be the guy who who steps up and says, "Look, that's some bullshit. We going to ride on this motherfucker today." You understand what I'm saying? We finna go get yeah. justice today. Like I want to be that guy. But you know, when you look at the stats on this stuff, man, it it you know, you know, you you'll find that. You can't do that, Diddy. You can't do that because it's so many lies. A lot of these cases, can I be honest, but just lies. Yeah, let's let's talk about it, man. I, I, like I told me, my wife was talking a little bit about it yesterday. I try not to. I'm at the point with it now. I don't like to give my opinion on this until it's really over. But I will say this: it's kind of weird how when she said she got shot, she was back dancing and on stage the next week. So I was confused quickly. Quickly. So, like I said, I'm going to wait till it's over. I don't want to really give too much of my opinion till it's over, but I did find that that was kind of weird, though. She had high heels on, too. Not even a flex. Oh, had high heels on. You said not even a flex. <laughs> Come on, man. We know we all got foot issues. You got to wear them flats, man. You ain't putting your foot in no high heels. But even with that, though, if it was a, um, a bruised foot due to glass... That shit would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you say you say she was twerking? Come on, man! Twerking, yeah, man. She twerking. She was getting them knees all warmed up and everything. And then it was kind of weird. She said that after he shot her, when the police came, she said, "Oh, I wanted to protect him from getting killed from the police." But if you just shot me, shit, the hell I'm protecting you for? Ooh. Exactly. Like, what are That's we a doing? Good point. It's a good point. Facts. That's facts. She's a savage. <laughs> Truly. <with the laughs> She's a savage with the lies. Savage with the lies. No, you can't say that. You can't say that yet. She got to be proven that. Got to be proven. Right. right. <laughs> got to be proven. It's allegedly. It's Thank allegedly. you, Diddy. Think Byron. Diddy knows. Yeah, he Legally. Know I'm just. I'm just calling it what it is. You know. Anybody. Anybody. <laughs> Byron wants the <laughs> Byron wants the Byron wants credit. I did it in advance. I did it in advance. 
the thing is the thing is what's scary about that though is it it kind of it kind of man it just I just think it's unfortunate for, for for other women. That's 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 what I'm I'm worried about because I feel like it really really puts a a, a stain. You understand what I'm saying on on the on on the believability factor. You know what I'm saying? I can't just believe you off top. I gotta wait. You know what I'm saying? And I I just think that's unfortunate. And he lost a lot of money. This thing about his brand, his brand. Oh uh, yeah, his brand took a tank. Cause I was mad with him. I was really mad with him. So. I stopped listening to his music. Oh over there. man, that's the I stuff. did. Yeah, Diddy. I know. You know, Chris Brown went through that too. You know, speaking of, okay, I'm gonna close it out with this. There is a lot of different cases going on where men are speaking out and they're standing up for themselves against the women who have these stories. Some may be manufactured, some may not be. We don't know yet, right? But the baby, he came out recently and it's in response to Dana Lee's um, song that just came out and her interview that just came out. And so he put out a statement and he said, okay, listen, I told you to capitalize on this situation back in December. You all wait until now in May to put out an interview and time it the same week of the song. But let's be clear. You're not telling the full situation of why I put you out of the house in the first place. It's because you are stalking my baby mama. You are causing issues with my oldest child. And I had to put you out. Ray J has also come out and said, listen, I can't let Kim Kardashian and her family continue to lie. I have lost so much money. I have lost so many opportunities with this manufactured story. She's the one that came up with this tape situation to capitalize and to be like Paris Hilton. She has ran this story for 10 years. And now, most recently, she came out with another version of the story saying Kanye West returned the tape after going to get it from Ray J. And Ray J said he's never even had the tape. It's been in their possession this entire time. Wow. He was forced to sign um, a contract to not be able to discuss or disclose any details pertaining to the tape for the past decade. And that he has had to sit by and just watch his name slandered and then build a billion dollar em empire off of him. Manipulation for the clout. <laughs> Damn. That's wow. Sick. Well, did they pay him though? Well, they probably even have. It. Well, I don't know. Hope he at least got some money if he didn't sign that. Man, he hit it first. Even if he got some money, he didn't get a billion dollars. Facts. He missed out on a lot of more money. Still, damn. Well, I wouldn't sign that shit. Let's just keep it a buck though too. Ray J got got to come up off of that too. So uh sir, sit down. Mm. Damn Amina. Come on. <laughs> Sound like you're on Kim's side. You a Kim fan? Yeah. Like but they strategic stuff. But yeah, it's good Yeah, Ray J, yeah, yeah. Ray J is not the best artist, you know. He ain't known for that, you know. Oh man, one wish was nice, man. Come on. Yeah, one wish was decent. It was decent. It was. Yeah, you're right. But if you look at their back and forth text, he talks about the agreement in detail. 
like he really outlines how um how they agreed to it what went down in terms of how he honored it it was a whole it was a whole lot you know i mean chris is a mastermind but you know chris about that bag she got it and they manipulated that situation for they win um well you know she definitely has a money mindset you know um We're going to be diving deep today. I'm just saying. Definitely a money mindset oh, now. Shit. Now that, that is a true story. You yes. can say that. Yes, you can indeed. say that. Oh, Keisha said she pimping her daughter. Oh, Damn. Come on, Keisha. Come on, Keisha. Come on. <laughs> well, they say money. They say the money is green, but Kardashian money is clearly brown. Very melanated. Oh, man. Y'all crazy, man. So, what's funny about that is. I've never, that heard, it never heard it put that way. Never heard it put that way. That was new, Ashley. That, that was, was new. new. That was new. But listen, now they're actually positioning her as mom goals. If you look at, I always pay attention to branding, and I always pay attention to the talking points that people put out there when they're trying to create new imagery for you to have in your mind about them. And right now. Just about everything you see is reference to her mom goals. Her being a good doting mom and grandmother, her planning the best parties, her uh, unifying the family and bringing them together, her fixing someone's tie. It's all motherly related because she's been seen as, you know, the bulldog for so long. And to um, Abina's point, you know, some people refer to them that way. So now, if you look at it, pay close attention. A lot of what they put out there talks about her in the mother role now, painting her as a motherly woman. Mm. Pay- That's I a call nice. it strategic manipulation. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, is that similar to what she did with the whole Ray J story and making herself look like the victim, but at the same time, but the whole time she was basically the, the strategist, the, the brand yep. strategist? Absolutely. Yep. Oh, my God. But they knew they would be able to ride the wave, right? And, and they have. They've touched so many hearts in America. They are now referring to themselves as America's first family. And now they are strategically changing the perspective around their brand. They can sell the shit out that dollars. mom shit. They can sell They that. all got what, kids what, now, so they probably what, could. What do. about when the kids get to high school and people making oh. fun of them, man? Shit, they going to school with people with money. They ain't tripping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they going to different kind of schools. They ain't going to public schools. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, they they you know they, those kids go down to the to that private school office wherever they can you know and, and, and make a complaint. You think yeah, it's gone? <laughs> You think that complaint ain't gonna be validated immediately? Immediately, <laughs> they'll pay ten thousand to get somebody removed. They oh, gotta go. Easy, easy, easy work. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get all the way into it. Today's topic: money mindset. And I love what O'Neill said earlier to open us out. For those of you who aren't here in the building yet, he said, "Listen, some people are afraid to be broke, and some people are afraid to make money. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get into it today." Yeah. Yeah, I think we got to start from the beginning, man. Where did, where did the damaging thoughts come from when it comes to money? Ooh, we're going to dive deep. You know, so with that being said, since we are going to be diving deep, I just kind of want to cover just a couple things 
um, real, real quick, just some some basic ground rules, right? You got some housekeeping rules. Yeah, because I, I think I, it was. I bet, I bet we can't get those shares to a hundred before we start. Oh, I want everybody to hear these that'd rules. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be great. Let's I don't do want that. people to. You know how you come in the middle of the game, you don't know the rules. That's true. That's true. Let's go ahead and get the shares to a hundred. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna kick it off myself. I'm gonna kick it off myself with a share. Real, real quick, I'm finna share this in the hallway. So what you do is you go down to the bottom of the screen. You go down to the bottom of the screen. You hit the little the the, the square with the arrow, and then you just share it on Clubhouse. That's it. You, that's that's all you do. It ain't even nothing that major. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and it's free. Do, and it's free. Take, t- don't take a lot of effort. No, not at all. Not at all. So so you hit that little button, and that's it. Uh, so we need about 10 more people with 0% stingy energy in their spirit. You know what I'm saying? That is definitely looking for a breakthrough to to to, to go ahead and hit that, that share button real quick. There we go. We understood there we go. the assignment. There we go. There we go. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. So the key things, these are some key points that you gotta that you gotta uh look at whenever you're looking to um come into a mindset of wealth abundance growth and prosperity okay all of these things kind of go together and it's easy right to 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 kind of take these things for granted right because you, you you try to like you know trivialize them or try to act like these things are not vastly important whenever you're on your journey to reach a new goal or a new level of success okay a lot of people struggle with this and, and and as simple as it sounds As simple as it sounds It's not that simple um, That's the reason why we're going to be covering it today And we're going to be diving deep right? So you can really get a little bit more clarity On why these things matter so so much Every single person that is listening To the sound of my voice right now right? Every single person Is striving for a new level To some, to some degree Or you wouldn't even be in this room Okay, the people that come into this room and congregate in rooms like this are looking to grow themselves. They're probably the most successful person in their families are looking to be. Uh, They're probably the people who are the most dependent on in their families. The person who is 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 looked to whenever something goes wrong or when something needs to be done or there's a big challenge that the family is facing. You're the person you're the phone number that everybody is calling. Right. Let's be clear on that. You're that person. Right. And if you're not in a financial, uh, uh, if you don't have a a high financial IQ and you're not moving right, you're going to find yourself depleted because you're not going to be able to 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 uh, be there for everybody in, in, in all ways, the way that you really, really want to. And we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you are that person. And sometimes you just have to, you know, accept that burden, but don't accept that burden. If you, um, are not, you know, making sure that you have way more than enough to go around, right? Because you, you got, you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. So these are just a couple key tips to create a positive money mindset. So number one is you have to decide to be financially successful. Okay. You have to make the decision. Now, that sounds simple, okay? But you'd be surprised at how many people are just doing a whole bunch of stuff, but they haven't really made a, a real decision to be financially successful. It's a difference between being busy 
and successful, financially successful. Because when you make a decision to be financially successful, you're going to make decisions that make you financially successful. You're not going to busy your time with things that don't make you financially successful. I hope... Brian, does that make sense? What I what I just said. I just want to make sure that this one this one resonates because it's a lot of folk right now that just heard that and it they it, it went right over their head. It went right over their head because they thinking that them just being busy, them just doing this idea and taking on this task and taking on this and doing this is getting them closer to their goals, and it's not. It's not. Being financially successful is a decision that has to be made so you can get clear about what your specific goals are, okay, that will get you to this specific result. Making a decision to do that is critical. It's critical, okay? So that's number one. Number two, determine your life values, okay? And what does that mean? You're going you're gonna to have to figure out what that why is, okay? That why is going to have to be critical, OK, because um, it's it, when whenever you get, get into a hairy situation, these the, that that's what's going to help you come out of that hairy situation, determining what your why is. Why do you want to be successful financially, specifically? Why do you want to do this? OK, number three, you have to let go of standards. Right. And focus on what really matters to you. It's a lot of 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 it's a lot of things like comparison. Okay, you're, you're gonna want to compare yourself to everybody and 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 all of these people on social media and and forget that your journey, your journey, it it may not be their their journey. Okay, so so comparison is 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 a is a thief of joy, right? And also also you want to avoid taking on the standards of everybody else anyway. And I'm going to be honest with you. This will be a selfish pursuit. Okay, get comfortable with with making a a 100 percent. You got to get yourself. I've recommended six months, but some people may say even a year. This is going to be a selfish pursuit and you have to dedicate yourself to yourself right and in a lot of ways in terms of you're gonna you're gonna have to cut a few things off cut a few people off right speaking of cut off byron can i add something yeah absolutely so the very first one uh you you uh, talked about is decision make a decision and decide um and you was on that word for a little bit um but i want to dig a little deeper of what decision actually means decision actually has latin roots the word decision uh, it's a Latin word that comes from decidere, um, which is a combination of two words, and it means to cut off. So when someone makes an actual decision or they decide, that means they cut off all other possibilities. So I think a lot of people, they feel like they're making a decision, but it's kind of like, ah, I want it to work. Well, if this works out for me or, you know, I really want to be financially successful. I really want this to be my goal. But, you know, um, or if if this works out for me. Um, that's not a decision because that's still opening the gates to other possibilities. So decide when you actually make a decision, it means to cut off other possibilities. Ooh, sound like a lack of confidence to me. That's some good stuff. That's some real, real good stuff. You know, that that lack of confidence is going to creep in. That's why it's so important. Like what Brian just said, to, when you make a decision, this is what it is. When you decide on what your why is, 
That's what it is. Stick to it. When you just, hey, huh? I get another example. I thought you was done. Nah, jump I, in, I, jump in, Lowe's. No, I was just gonna say, you know, uh, another thing that why why supporting and, and celebrating those small wins because those small wins help build that confidence. Facts. That's a fact. Facts. So one more time, I want to give an example, a practice, you know, I mean, a, a real world example. Has anybody ever been trying to do something for a long time, um, and you know they kind of going back and forth, successful a little bit, then not, then successful a little bit, not, and something happens, whatever the trigger is, maybe it's, maybe it's a life altering event, maybe it's some words that you heard, maybe somebody made you so fucking mad, right, that you just in an instance was like never again, and you just change instantly, whatever it may be. It may be, you know, um, you going after, uh, uh, you know, uh, a business. It might be a, a, a personal goal, financial goal, fitness goal. But in an instance, like right there, you just change and just immediately. That's what it really means to make a decision. So there's something special about the human mind when it really decides. It's kind of unstoppable. So just want people to identify what it really means to make a decision and not be wavering. Man, that's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. Um, you know, and, and the next thing that you want to do, number four, you want to get comfortable with your fears and your discomforts. OK, you want to get comfortable with these things. Why? Well, anxiety and fear are natural byproducts when you want to accomplish anything big. OK, so these are natural things. So you're going to have to get comfortable with 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 being able to control that anxiety and that fear because they will creep in. They will try to to put seeds of doubt into your head. OK, it's going to happen. So so prepare yourself for that. Number five, you want to express gratitude, just like what Los was saying. You have to celebrate those small wins. You have to celebrate them. OK, number six, you want to use affirmations to improve your money mindset. This is a muscle. It's a muscle. Don't look at it as if it's a one and done. You, you, you're constantly on this journey. So so building up that muscle. Right. And building up that new level, those new levels of confidence takes you pouring into yourself. Positivity. Right. P uh, uh, positive affirmations constantly. OK, you have to you have to not only uh, pour into yourself those positive affirmations, but you also have to be around folk who are in that positive mindset as well. You have to do it. It's an intentional um, effort. OK, number seven, you don't want to dwell on past financial mistakes. This is a killer. Right. This is a killer because some folk right now can't even see their breakthrough because they're so focused on that dumbass decision that they made five months ago, six months ago. Right. They made a dumbass decision. Um, they lost a lot of money. Right. They took a big L. Right. And instead of focusing on the new money that they're trying to get. Right. Instead of focusing on that, they're dwelling on this dumb decision. Now, this thing hurts you in a lot of ways. And I'm going to go over. I'm going to cover at least one. Number one is it, it, it starts to dwindle on your confidence. It increases the fear. It increases the anxiety. OK. And it takes away the focus on new levels of success. Right. And it also makes you doubt yourself. It makes you doubt yourself. And what, what the reality of that situation is, is no matter what dumb decision that you made in the past or dumb decision that you experienced, right, um, that has nothing to do with the decision that you're getting ready to make today. 
It has nothing to do with that. So you, you, you and, and this business venture is its own thing. It's its own child. It's its own everything. So don't let the 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 negativity of that experience block you from jumping into your new um, opportunity. So that's critical. Um, um, and and he, here's the thing. The only thing I like to remember from past mistakes are the lessons. Everything else is trash. It's all trash. Um, you want to let go of limiting money beliefs. Okay. Number nine, you want to get help with money mindset, whether that be through coaching or through courses, you have, you have to do it. Um, and, and that don't have to be paid all the time. A lot of times this, you know how many mentors I have on YouTube and Instagram? It's insane. So a lot of times it's not, you know, and, and just friendships. Okay, like I try to so I try to surround myself with people who uh, pour into me in that way. Okay, so um, that's that's key. And then number ten, you want to follow uh, um, like the financial influencers. Okay, to improve your money mindset. Why is that? Because these people are going to constantly be dropping things like you know that their failures, their successes, and all of these things. And these things are going to help you to identify your your failures, your successes, or your strengths, right? And be like, damn, if that person failed at that, and I'm good at this, like you know, I you know, I know I got this, okay. And then number eleven, final number eleven, you want to use money mindset quotes that inspire you, okay? Again, back to the affirmation piece. All of these things are things that you want to consistently pour into yourself on a consistent basis uh, because it's a muscle. OK, it's not a one and done. It is a muscle. So now that we just kind of laid that out, I want to open up the floor um, and, and, and let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Anybody on stage right now have struggled. And, and again, we don't like to talk theory because anybody can get up here and preach theory. We want to speak personal experience. And 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 how you were able to overcome your personal situation. We don't want to preach to nobody today. Anybody can do that, right? What are some some struggles from a mindset perspective that you dealt with? Okay, that you were able to overcome as a result of this or as a result of that. That's that's what we want to talk about. Anybody, the, the floor is open. Um, you know, we popcorn style here. So let's let's talk about it. Hey, my name is Portia. Is it okay if I speak? Jump in. Hi, everybody. My name is Portia Mystique. I'm the CEO of Mystique Rose Publishing Services, and I love this topic because I am where I am because of what I've been through or what I've overcome. Now, I know a lot of people in this room, so most people have heard this story before, but I came from like a cult-like family. I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, um, but things really took a turn for the worse when I was in my teen years. So um, I was in a situation where, and this was my home life, where everything was being mon monitored and everything was being done for me. I wasn't allowed to do anything. I wasn't allowed to date. I wasn't allowed to have a job. I wasn't allowed to go to college. Like all that stuff was taken from me. So it really shaped the mindset that I had, right? So I went through life thinking that maybe I wasn't good enough and I had skills, but I wasn't allowed to use them. And it stopped me from seeing myself where I wanted to be. So my vision of my future kind of just faded right before my eyes. And it wasn't until I was 26, I'm 29 now. So this was only three years ago. 
I was 26 that I packed my things and I left with my older sister in the middle of the night. We, we just left, right? We, we did, we was out. And in that time, I started to really edify my circle. So I was very intentional about the people that I was with. And because of that, because of the mentors that I had, the friends that I started talking to, the people that I started following on different social media platforms, it changed my mindset. Because I went from thinking that I couldn't be allowed to do anything, that I had to get permission from somebody before making a move, that I had to always second guess myself, that I had to, you know, like anything and everything that I was doing was wrong. I had to change that mindset and become the woman who was going to be about her business. She's going to do what she wants to do because she knows she can do it. Nobody's going to tell her no, and she doesn't have to seek permission from anybody. So from there, it allowed me to learn because, you know, when you are in the situation where you feel like you have to get permission, you're only learning from the person that is giving you permission. You're only going to learn from that person that allows you to learn. So once I removed that permission based living, I started looking at other people and really learning from them and then applying that knowledge to my life. And so it allowed me to be who I am now, it allowed me to run my business. It allows me to really make connections with people, especially my clients. And having that shift in mindset, I'm going to continue to be that. I'm going to continue to live that life. I'm, I'm only three years in, but I have so far to go. I want to continue that for as long as I live. And I feel like everybody should do that. Once you change that mindset, stick to it. Don't go back. And that's just, that That was my transformation. So again, my name is Portia Mystique and I yield the mic. Love it, love it, love it. Hey, I want to pivot. Uh, Diddy, you with us right now? Is Diddy with us? Yes, sir. My bad. I had to get to the button. Yeah, man. I know that button sometimes. It, Especially it, when you ain't you ain't on the uh, clubhouse screen. You got to hurry up. Yeah. So tell me this, Diddy. Um, yeah. what 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 are your what are some of the mindset things that plagued you, right? Um, uh, on your journey that you you had to force yourself to uh overcome, and how how did you do that? How did you do that? Man, I mean, it's it's really. I mean, you 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 get. I mean, you you get hit with that brick wall when you first start, right? I mean, I think that at every level that you go to, you know, you got to overcome your mind again. You know, it's it's at the beginning and, you know, once you start going through your journey. But at the beginning, it was more of, do I deserve it? Is this really true? Can it happen for me? Uh, you know, when you start thinking about nobody in your family have done anything, you know, as far as entrepreneurship successful, those are the type of thoughts that you have running in your head. Like, damn, man, can I really get out of my situation? It's hard to feel like you can do something when you ain't never done it, especially when you're talking about going to a whole different level. You know what I mean? So, you know, I had to put my back on the wall early, and I just got to a point where I didn't even care. Like, I just, I was just thinking every day, like, it ain't even about me. It ain't even about how I feel. I'm just going to just take action every single day. I'm going to take action eventually, you know, it's something going to have to burst through for me. And I think that if more people, you know, had that type of mindset, then you're going to get what you got to get. It's really going to I don't give a fuck. I'm just going hard every day. You know, I'm going to maximize on my day. And uh, until you get to that point, you ain't going to never really get that breakthrough. You know, I was a guy, I'm just going to keep it real. Like, you know, I was getting beat up at the beginning. I was feeling sorry for myself. Why did this keep happening to me? Damn, I thought it couldn't get worse. It got even worse from then. 
But until I look myself in the mirror and told myself that I ain't the first or the last one that's going to go through this, that's what gave me that confidence to keep going. So you really just got to, you know, ignore your feelings. Because if you're hustling with emotions, you're going to eventually be stopping, you know, throughout the journey. You really got to lose your feelings and just go hard. Wow. Wow. Anyway, and let me, let me clarify that, though. Losing your feelings mean, you know, your family not believing in you. You're going through, you know, everybody's situation different. Some people going through... You know, baby mom, you know, the baby father problems, you're going through child, you might be on child support, you know, your rent may be due and you know you ain't about to pay, your car get repoed. That's what I'm talking about when I say ignore your feelings. I ain't just talking about just, you know, just something ain't happening for you. I'm talking real situations slapping in your face and you still keeping your eye on the prize. Can you do that? If you can do that, then you'll get to the next level. And you got to understand things are going to happen. You're going to lose things. You're going to lose people. Wow. Mm -hmm. That was good. Joanna, can I jump in? Yeah, jump in, Joanna. Can I go back to her? Yes. Who is that? Lydia. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I wanted to share before I hop in this meeting um, that some people, well, uh, most people allow other people to set money expectations for them. Like six figures has been the goal for so many for so long. But when, when six figures was the goal for me and I finally got six figures, it didn't feel like the freedom that I wanted. So that I had to set new goals and get rid of other people's expectations or, or what was arriving, you know, as a general standard. Six figures ain't it for me. Seven, I got the seven figures and I'm like seven figures. I don't think that's it either. But then also there's other expectations like retirement age you know the the world or u.s tells you you can't retire till you're 65 63 and a half and that's just false expectations you can retire whenever you get ready to retire whenever you are financially able to retire the the reality is most people because they have 65 as the goal they're not even ready at 65 when they get there. They're not ready, financially ready to retire. So stop letting other people set your money and freedom expectations because your ceiling is your ceiling. Your potential is not somebody else's potential. Love it. Love it. Go ahead, uh, Lydia. Thank you so much. Um, so, hey, everyone. Um, so I think with the whole money mindset thing, it really, really, really does come down to separating your emotions sometimes from being logical and also doing really what's best for you. Um, because I think if we live under the microscope of these high expectations that people, communities, societies, relationships, husbands, wives, brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers have of us, how are we ever going to get to where we need to get to as people in order for us to also be fulfilled with the goals that we want to achieve? And I started to realise this when... Um, I came out of my most, I say most recent relationship, but we broke up during the pandemic um, because I set up a beauty business, an online beauty business, and it was going so well. Like it was sky 
rocketing like it was brilliant and my ex he used to get so jealous of me working my business and the fact that I was making money and I wasn't having to you know go to him or come up with ideas or whatever because I was doing shit on my own and sometimes you need to eliminate the problem and he was the problem because he was holding me back and sometimes I feel you need to really um if you're gonna do a business or have a business make sure that the other person that you are with who is your significant other or whatever understands that you're not just doing things for yourself but you're also setting um a foundation for your future kids future you know your generational wealth whatever how many times do you want to phrase that or use that in a sentence um they also need to understand that as well and it's very difficult nowadays to find people who actually understand your growth and separating their expectations versus the reality that you have for yourself and it really does come to strength like do you have the strength to detach yourself emotionally like I'm not saying you know eradicate all emotions but sometimes you really do have to do what's best for you um because us as people we are very emotional I think both men and women are emotional not just women men too are like Diddy said he really got into his feelings um and I think Portia as well said the same thing sometimes you really do have to eliminate certain people certain feelings and emotions create motion and if you really want to pump something and make it work, you have to analyse your circle and make those readjustments. And I'm Lydia and I'm done speaking. Love it, love it, love it. Man, this is good stuff. This is good stuff, man. What's going on, uh, Dallas? Where You know, I know we're at the, at the top of the hour. We're at the top of the hour, so we definitely want to reset the room. And uh, yes, man, but I want to I want to get back into this conversation. I got a lot of people I want to hear from on this one, man. So we want we we gonna Absolutely. keep it we gonna keep it short, man. Short, sweet. Man, I hear I hear somebody in the background shouting out, "I'm on a new level." You know what I'm saying, man? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's about to go crazy here, man. Hey, I don't want to hold the conversation up, man. Go ahead and drop that beat. Let's get it. It's time for the reset, the reset, the reset, the reset. I'll say it again. It's time for the reset. I need everybody to reset and share the room. We did conquer that 100. We're at 139, sitting uh, pretty fine, but that's not going to be enough. 99 and a half won't do. I need us to go over 200 now. Share the room. Share the room. Be empowered enough to share this money mindset. Uh, uh, right now with everybody share it with your family your friends your foes share it in the clubhouse hallways by pressing on that arrow uh, right there coming outside of the box we need you to think outside of the box who are those people who that you have not invited into the room yet who are those people who you thought about last week and they just crossed your mind and, and something told you to give them a call but you didn't get an opportunity to do so do it right now go ahead shoot them a text message after sharing this in the clubhouse hallways after sharing this on your social media and tell them hey i hadn't heard from you in a while come and join this room i'd love to see you grow 
And for those of you, this may be your first time or perhaps you've been coming and you have not pressed on that green mansion at the top of your screen. I need you to press on it now so that you can be kept abreast and in the know of all things business over breakfast. That's it. That's all. Don't forget, y'all. We're here Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays each and every week from 6 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. Sometimes it goes over a little bit because sometimes it just gets so good to us. We want you to be in the building. Let me stop for a moment and introduce y'all to someone. Um, this woman here is an incredible woman. She is my sister from another mister. She's a thought. She's the thought leader a phenomenal women leading a goal strategist and success success coach. And she's also a mentor. Y'all give it up for Dr. Ashley B. Wilkerson. As she comes to the like she can. Hey, sister, give it to us. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> oh, we got doubled up. I love yeah. it. Got the two piece. You got the two. <laughs> two piece <laughs> winged and a special. Two piece and a pepper. Yeah. Oh, not the two piece. You are hilarious. Hey y'all! Thank you so much to my big brother from another mother. And Already. Being Wilkerson with part two of your Bob morning news i appreciate you rocking with us if you have enjoyed the first half of the segment even if it's just a little bit give me a number one in the chat let us know that you have enjoyed the first half of today's show so far thank you amina antronetta deja dr brian sophia joseph anthony and everyone else who said they are enjoying today's show we appreciate you always supporting us and tapping in if you haven't already hit the house at the top of the screen and make sure you are a member of this community go ahead and join so you're notified each and every time we open the room right here on clubhouse tuesdays wednesdays thursdays 6 a.m central 7 a.m eastern standard time and also if you want to take a deeper dive especially on this topic tonight money mindset we are going to talk about it tonight in the wealth community. I want to tell you a little bit more about that in just a little bit, but make sure you hit the link at the top if you want to join the wealth community. We would love to see you in the building. Now, part two of what's going on in the world today. Most recently on Tuesday, a passenger was flying in a single engine plane about 20 miles east of Boca Raton, Florida, when the pilot ended up becoming incapacitated. Passenger said, I have no idea how to land a plane, but he ended up having to do it with the help of air control traffic announcers. So he was walked step by step in how to land a plane. I wonder what Byron would have done wow. to land that plane. I would have done the same thing he did. I would have been on that phone trying to figure it out. Pushing on buttons and all kind of shit going on. I would have been figuring that I, out. Don't push on buttons, please. Don't push on the buttons. I'd be pushing on buttons, which Ashley. Button but which button? You understand what I'm talking about? He landed on the ground or like some water? No, he landed on the ground. He landed safely. Oh lord, that's scary. It is scary. It is scary. The the pilot. I mean, imagine just on a plane and your pilot becomes incapacitated mid-flight. I'm going to YouTube. <laughs> you going to that's YouTube? Yes, that's yes right there. <laughs> I'm figuring it out. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a, a pilot mindset. <laughs> a 
pilot mindset. Hey, hey, you know how many times you're going to say, I ain't flying no more. I'm cool. <laughs> you're going to keep telling yourself that. Hey, Keith, you know how many times you're going to say, God, if you let me get out of this safe? Hey. Oh, man. That's the one oh, right there. Oh, if you, you get me out of this one, I promise you I ain't taking no more planes. Boy, I think everybody used that line before. <laughs> God, please get me out of this situation. I promise I won't take no. I more. never will do it again. I somebody, promise. Somebody gonna be saying, somebody gonna be like, Lord, I promise I ain't gonna mess with her no more. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was gonna be Diddy. I knew. It was I ain't gonna mess with her no more. As God, soon as everything counsel. clears, you right back at it. That's you should know what guys do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I guarantee he was hollering, Mama! Mama! (laughs) Do do y'all see what I go through with these fellas? That's all I'm saying. I just want to know if y'all see what I go through. Kevin is with you, Brian. He said he would have watched some YouTube videos as well. Listen, there are going to be a lot of different uh, byproduct effects, should I say, if this uh, policy is overturned. Uh, Roe versus Wade. They are saying that if it happens, IVF will be more complicated and more costly for some parents who are seeking that as treatment so that they can conceive. Chicago mayor also said that there will be an oasis of abortions taking place Mm. if it's overturned. There are a lot of different impacts that will Mm. be caused by. What are your thoughts? Anytime you say, hmm. Byron. There's a thought. There's a big that's thought. Accompanied with that. Mm. You, you know, I'm. You know, I'm, just to be clear, I'm Team Kid, so I, I'm. I'm just letting that be known right there. I'm Team Kid. Uh, you know, man, this this is this is different because, you know, I do see a use case for um, you know, um, abortions in some in some situations. Uh, I am oh, not. An come advocate. on, Byron. I am not an advocate for for abortion. As 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 a form of um, birth control, I'm, I'm not an advocate for that. Uh, but but here's the deal, um, man. I, I'm you know, at the end of the day, I'm team kid. I'm I'm I'm, t- I'm I'm for the kids, man. So you know, it is what it is, man. I don't know how it's gonna work itself out. I'm sure it will. Um, but you know, I'm team kid, and I'm team them not having them damn uh, clinics. You know, just heavily populated in neighborhoods where I'm from. So um, yeah, that's 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 kind of what. Hey, I you know that, what I heard? That was strategic, brother. That that was strategic. Uh, I don't know if y'all know, but if y'all oh, Google a person something. by the name of, of Margaret Sanger. Oh yeah, I know about her. Yeah, you do, brother. But how many other people do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Though that's the reason why Planned Parenthood is is in, in our communities because. They say, hey, if you can kill a nigga before he was even born, nigga, this is the way you do it. Ooh, damn. Man, I heard the, uh, some states getting rid of Plan B, man. Somebody heard of that? Yeah. That's crazy. And IUDs. Hmm. Well, you know, we need to keep the Plan B. We need to keep the Plan B. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on to them, man. How y'all feel about that Plan B thing, man? Let me see in the chat. (laughs) Yeah, hold on. Oh my Jesus! How many of y'all didn't bought one before? I love them. Hey, the, okay, the way them condoms bust. Hey. Right oh gosh! You know, I promise you, y'all never seen. Oh my god! I just don't understand it. 
just don't. I just don't. Just, Plan B is a necessity in 2022. You need that. Jessica said you are messy, Ovio. Jessica said you're messy. Kim said you messy too. Fifty said, "Keep the plan B." I think we need to sign a petition or something, man. Somebody said, "No comment." Hold on. Hey, especially if y'all ban them gas station knockoff Magnum condoms. Oh, they dried oh, out. Oh my God, Los! Watch out, now, watch out. Though, where were you when they were asking about smoothies? You want to pop into this conversation? Yeah. Where were you when they were asking about? Smoothies. Okay. He have his well, headphones in on that part. He have. Is that what it is? I yeah, I, I missed that part. I was probably checking on my smoothies. Y'all got some avocado smoothies over there. We got avocado smoothies. I, I wouldn't call. It, we got we got avocado in some smoothies. Yes. Is, do you have the avocado banana ones? Ugh. I do. I, I, I do actually. See, Byron, I told you it's a thing. And Byron is not fucking with that. It's a thing that you ain't tried though. When no, I, I ain't trying either. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, that, that, that's not a, a combination that, that my stomach agrees with, but hey, the people like that shit, so. <laughs> You got it for sale. That's what you said. Oh. It's for sale. Hey, I, I sold crack and never did that one day in my life, so hey. Oh, my goodness. Listen, DeSantis just mandated November 7th <laughs> as Victims of Communism Day. He said that his high schoolers will receive lessons in their U.S. government classes about the atrocities that have been imposed by communist governments on November 7th. Man, hell with them communists, man. They need to go sit down somewhere, man. You know, I'm just saying. After James Cromwell superglued his hand to a Starbucks counter, he was protesting non-dairy milk upcharges. In Midtown Manhattan. Uh, good for him. Good for him, cause he, you know, cause sometimes when you have a dumbass protest, you win a stupid ass prize, and and the stupid ass prize <laughs> is him having his damn hand super glued to that. <laughs> good for him. Good for him. He, he got exactly what he was asking for. <laughs> He's on some dumb shit, huh? He's on some dumb shit. He yeah, won a stupid ass prize shit. for a dumbass <laughs> idea. I thought saying. there was a bell. Didn't you have a special bell, a donkey bell for that? <laughs> right. Listen, on May the 11th, USA Today reports that there are three kinds of investment investment accounts you should use to save for retirement. The three accounts are number one, taxable brokerage account. Number two, employer retirement plan, 401k. And number three, an individual retirement account, also known as a Roth IRA. So we're going to get back into it. Money mindset right now in the building. Thank you all so much for tapping in. Facts. Man, let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Man, that, yeah, that was that that yeah that that little news segment had me had me had me laugh. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good. One. Is it is it the best morning news segment? B- big facts, big facts. Absolutely. I'm just saying, man. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta inform so the people. We gotta <laughs> inform the people of what's going on in the world. <laughs> These crazy ass people uh, super gluing they, they they hands to the dang on counter. Them people. We gotta know that those people exist. You know what I'm saying? Um... That's better than putting that super glue in your head like that girl did a few years uh, ago. That was that was it, stupid. Uh, she is still coming out with music, you know. She had a whole song drop not too long ago. Yeah, she tried that Kim Kardashian plan. It didn't work out the same way though. Not the same way. Yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe she need to go holler at uh, uh, Chris. Chris Jenner. Actually, I don't think anyone's playing. She need Ray J. She need Ray J. Mimi Fox tried that plan too. It didn't work for her either. Mm. Well, nah, nah, it shit didn't work. Cause she needed Ray J. She needed Ray J. Gotta have Ray J. That Nico wasn't it. Nico wasn't it. Nico was a bum. Nobody wants to see that nigga. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I can't with y'all. Money mindset, y'all. Money mindset. I bet you she did it with Jesse Williams. I see conveniently Ashley Boy had that. You didn't add that to the news yesterday, but I digress. Actually, I did. Where were you? Ooh, I missed it. Ooh, you missed Jay. it. Wait, wait. Where were you? I, we, I we, missed it. I was yes, going you home missed it, honey. Yes, yeah, see, listen. Don't come for me in my news segment, yes, honey. Oh, yeah, well. What her digressing at? I said digressing at? You know what? For you, I will update you and let you know that they are changing policies and they're making it more strict to have cell phones after the release of his footage. Girl, I got to go back and listen. Roll that beautiful bean footage. (laughs) Hilarious. Man, let's get back to it, man. What we talking? Back to the money. (laughs) What we (laughs) What we talking about is a money mindset, okay? And we covered a lot. We covered a lot. And, I, and, and, and you know, the first half was awesome. But, you know, second half, we want to get into some implementation strategies. What can we do? What can we do as a result of, of, of having a better money mindset? How can we better that muscle? That's what we want to dive deeper into on the second half. All implementation strategies. And of course, you know, we are non-theoretical here, right? Especially on topics like this. We do not want to preach to folk. We want to, we want to teach folks from our own personal experiences. So if you haven't been there, you know, respectfully, we would just rather you just go ahead and just speak to where you've been and 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 how you've overcome that particular situation. Not a theory, right? Because we can go read a book for that. But people come to BOB for personal experiences and personal triumphants. Real value. Real value. That's it. So what do we cover before? We've already covered the 11 key tips to positive uh, money mindset that number one was deciding to be financially successful. Okay. Uh, That decision was critical. Hey, Brian, you mind kind of breaking down that whole Latin basic breakdown of that decide word, how, how important that is? If Brian is with us right now, I don't even know if he's with us. He might be cooking breakfast. Uh, nah, I fast in the morning. So check it out. Um, uh, the root, the word decision has Latin roots, and it comes from the word decidir. And that means to cut off any other options. So when you decide, you're not wavering. It's not, uh, you know, maybe, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, but I could also do this. Or if it doesn't work out, it means to cut off or to sever any other possibilities. That's decision. So 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 when you make that decision to be financially successful, you can't half ass this thing. You can't say it's Dotron. It's Dotron. It's Dotron. It I mean. <laughs> so so be comfortable with that. Right? 
Be comfortable with that. So number number two, number two was determine your life values, understanding your why. Okay, all of these things are critical. Like understanding your life values, understanding your core values. All of these things are critical. Number three was to let go of the standards of other folk. Right. And focus on what really matters to you. Okay, so. That means getting rid of all of these comparison uh, syndromes where you're focusing on everybody else's journey instead of your own journey. You got to be selfish in these moments. okay? and that's all right. That's all right. Number four, get comfortable with your fears and your discomforts because you're going to have to face them on a consistent basis. That's why, you know. This is a muscle. This is a marathon. It's not it's not a sprint. So so get comfortable with facing those anxieties and those fears. You're going to tell yourself that that was stupid a million times. Why am I going to even think about this stupid ass decision a million times? Don't 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 listen. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. We throw our money at it. We throw our time at it. We throw our efforts at it. You know, as a matter of fact, it's funny because I was just talking to Lost the other day because we in this little um, this crypto project. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, it ain't doing as well as it, 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 you know, as as I wanted it to do. You understand what I'm saying? Initially, when it was pitched to me. But guess what? I didn't lost more money. Right. I've lost more money on on, on, on better ideas and worse ideas. So who cares? We, we just it just is what it is. You understand what I'm saying? So we 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 just keep going. Number five, you want to express gratitude. Okay. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. Byron, mm-hmm. Um, before you go to the next one, I mean, that right there, you could dig deep on that one. You said as far as you lost more on better ideas, that right there, talking about money mindset, that's the difference in how um, you know people think right there as far as what is a loss. Loss means... A different thing to different people. Some people won't start because they afraid of losing. Some people can't win because they too afraid to lose. Ooh, um, you know, if you caught that, and then other people when they lose, what does that mean to you? You know, so I just wanted you know you to kind of break that down. Like, what is what is a loss? Because some people fear loss is a loss. Some people uh, think a loss is well, it's not a loss. I mean, that just didn't work. A lesson. It's a lesson. So exactly. Exactly. Point out that distinction right there. Loss is perceived. How can you lose in a universe of abundance? Ooh. I mean, if it's a loss, I, I, so, so words are important. Words are important. Thoughts are important. The Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So by using certain words, even in a, even when I'm, uh, I'm seeking, um, I'm seeking to, um, um, act, uh, to, to, to do well in life, I'm seeking riches. I'm I'm seeking to do well financially, but I use words like loss in a universe of abundance. Mm-hmm. There is no loss. There is no lack of Federal Reserve notes. So while they're still good, <laughs> let me let me find out what I got to do to gather my notes and then turn them into real assets. But there can be no loss. Loss is perceived. Loss is somebody else's idea. Loss is something that keeps you from gaining. It 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 brings about fear. And when when you when you are uh, when fear has got your mind gripped, then you cannot access the information that needs to be downloaded into your mind from um, from unlimited intelligence. So there's information out there for you. But if you use the words like loss, 
then you're going to be afraid to try something that you should have tried. Let me tell you something about, because I, I, I've discovered 5-2 power. 5-2 power. What is that? Um, that's my, my wife is 5-2. So when I discovered um, interest cancellation, um, I was a firefighter for 17 years in Michigan. 17 years as a firefighter. I talked to that 5-2 woman. I told her, I got this business idea. We developed it over a year, and I talked her into me quitting my job after 17 years. That was in 2007. And you know what happened in 2008. <laughs> the bottom started to fall out. But I was not going to go back to that 5-2 woman and give her any type of excuse. I told her this thing would work, and I quit that job. So I wasn't going back to her with excuses. I had to find a way to make it. So 5-2 power saved me because I wasn't going to go back to her with excuses. So let me ask you something. So we were talking about the word loss. Would you say that it may be a healthy practice to limit the word loss in your pursuit of financial success? Uh, no, it's totally eliminated. It is, it is eliminated. totally taken, taken out. Wow. That's taken tough. out. There, there is, so there's only lessons. Byron, you alluded to it. It's only lessons. So listen, if I, 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 I paid tuition. So if I go to school and I pay for those credit hours, is that a loss? Or am I paying for something? Am I paying to learn something? It's not a loss. It's only a loss if I look at it as that. I'm paying tuition. So when and develop my business, I find out I find out what works, I find out what doesn't work. It's not a loss. I'm just paying tuition. And when I pay that, see when I invest that money, it will eventually yield a dividend. Eventually. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Some would, some would argue it's a, a loss if it's an English degree. <laughs> Y'all are not about to bring up those English degrees. <laughs> not today, God. Byron, <laughs> I just wanted to dig a little bit on that one now. So. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, again, and number five, I want, you know, we're going to keep the party going. Expressing gratitude. Expressing gratitude. That's critical. Um, you know, because, you know, you have to congratulate yourself for those wins, those small wins, all of those wins. Congratulate yourself for that. You deserve that. Um, um, number six, use of affirmations, right? Affirmations are critical, critical um, to growth. OK. Uh, also, number seven, you want to you, you never want to dwell on past financial mistakes, Again, just like what Don was saying, just take the lessons from it, take the lessons from it, the rest of it, throw in the garbage. It's useless. It's useless. I don't care how big of a mistake it was. Take the lesson, throw the rest of it in the trash. That stuff clouds the mind. It is uh, it is 0% useful for you. 0% useful for you. Okay? Uh, outside of the lessons that, that were learned. So all of the feelings, all of the emotions associated with that sting, leave it. Leave it, leave it, leave it. Matter of fact, if you've already if, if you've decided today to leave all of the negative emotions uh, uh, associated with uh, 
Let's just say, let's call it a loss. Let's call it a loss or, or, or a bad financial decision that you've made, right? If you've made the decision to leave that in the past right now and you've only taken the lessons right now as we speak, put a number two in the chat. I just want to understand who has the power to be able to do this. Who has the power to be able to do it? Because this is critical. You need to put a number two in the chat if you've made the decision to leave every dumb ass decision that you've made financially in the past right now. You've only extracted the lesson, right? And you're moving forward into that new vision, that new decision with crystal clear clarity. Okay. Shout out to everybody who just hit the number two. Because that right there alone is a breakthrough. I promise you that is a breakthrough, giving yourself that forgiveness, right? And also giving yourself permission to go into this new venture with crystal clear clarity is where we all need to be, okay? Um, number eight, let go of limiting money beliefs. Let go of that shit, okay? Let oh, let's talk about let's it. Let's talk so, about it. Let's dig. I'm going to let you go. No, uh, no, nah, nah, go ahead, we'll jump in, jump around. in. No, nah, no, nah, let's let's do it right now. Let's do it I, right I now. I got quite a bit though. I got quite a Man, bit. Let, let's, um, let's get it. So, uh, uh, hopefully, everybody uh, in the uh, in the room today has heard of the, uh, the book "Secrets of the Millionaire Mind." Uh, it's by the author T. Harvecker. Um, you know, his he's really dedicated his life to helping people with their financial uh, thermostat and their financial blueprint, which a lot of this is created, you know, when you grow up or your surroundings, your environment, you know, basically your, your exposure, right? You only know what you've been exposed to. Um, so he, you know, in his book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, he breaks down the, the thought processes of people that are wealthy versus people that struggle financially. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm gonna come back, but there's, there's 17 uh, wealth files, he called them, in his book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Um, I suggest everybody pick that up. Uh, the, the audio book is great. Uh, check it out. But here are the wealth files. There's 17 of them in his book. Uh, really quick, talking about um, what you said, money, your, your, your thoughts or feelings about money. Yeah. Byron? Yeah, yeah. Letting okay. go of limiting uh, money beliefs. Limiting money beliefs. Okay, so here are the wealth files from that book. So the 17 wealth files in a nutshell. Number one, rich people believe I create my life. Poor people believe life happens to me. Number two, rich people play the money game to win. Poor people play the money game not to lose. Number three, rich people are committed to being rich. Poor people want to be rich. Big difference. Number four, rich people think big. Poor people think small. Number five, rich people focus on opportunities. Poor people focus on obstacles and problems. Number six, rich people admire other rich and successful people. Poor people resent uh, rich and successful people. Number seven, rich people associate with positive, successful people. Poor people associate with negative and unsuccessful people. Number eight, rich people are willing to promote themselves and add their value. Poor people think negatively about selling and promotion. Woo. Hey, can I hit a rewind button? Because this is a oh, big Oh, man. What do you sell selling? What do you sell selling? You, sell you better start selling or you're going to be broke. <laughs> look, look. That part, that part. Man, that was some bars, man. No, number eight. Check this out. <laughs> number eight. Rich people are willing to promote themselves and their value. Poor people think negatively about selling and promotion. 
that's a whole Damn. different one. Damn. That's a whole lesson for me right yeah, there. That's a whole lesson. That's a whole lesson. That's deep right there. Man, they always selling. They always want to sell something. Like, look, if you have a product or a service you believe that you can help someone, you are doing them a disservice by not promoting and pitching. But anyway, I digress. Number nine. Rich people are bigger than their problems. Poor people are smaller than their problems. I mean, let me break that down really. Come and give an example. Um, if you get a flat tire to some people on a problem scale, zero to 10, that problem might be a one or a two. A flat tire is just a slight inconvenience. For some people, getting a flat tire might be an eight. Okay? It just depends on the size of the person. Uh, one person, their car might, they might need a new car, right? For whatever reason, transmission went out. For some people, that problem might be a three. For some people, that problem might be a 10. Okay. So rich people are bigger than their problems. Poor people are smaller than their problems. So as you grow as a person, you're, you know, it, it changes the rubric on, on what certain, um, uh, things are for you. So number 10, rich people are excellent receivers. Poor people are poor receivers because giving is a two-sided coin. You cannot give if somebody doesn't receive. For every giver, there's a receiver. So if in order for you to have it, you have to be open to receive it when it comes your way. Number 11, rich people choose to get paid based on results. Poor people choose to get paid based on time. Ooh, ooh, let's, let, let's dive deep on that. Ooh, you want to go back on that one? one? I've been work. I didn't work forty hours this week. I don't work. I didn't work overtime. I'd have been here all day. So, what did you produce? Nothing. What result did you produce? Yeah. What result did you produce? Showing up. That's it. I hope somebody in the back heard that right there. Cause see, that's that's important. Yeah. So rich people, rich people understand that they could work eighty hours and lose money. They could work eighty hours and make ten dollars, and they also know they they could work five hours and make three million. And they would rather work based on their results than based on their time. All right. Number 12, rich people think both. Poor people think either or. 13, rich people focus on their net worth. Poor people focus on their working income. You know, how much do I make per year or how much do I make per hour? All right. So. Number 14, you got something, Byron? You no, nah, I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. Number 14, rich people manage their uh, money well. Poor people mismanage their money well. <laughs> Number 15, rich people have their money work hard for them. Poor people work hard for money. Number 16, rich people act in spite of fear. Poor people let fear stop them. And number 17, rich people constantly learn and grow. Poor people think they already know. Wow! Well, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one, man. Some good ones. So who's who's that's, thirteen that's again? The wealth, that's the wealth files from Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by uh, T. Harv Ecker. Um, there's a lot of other stuff in there too, but those are the seventeen wealth files. Who was number thirteen again? Let me see. Number thirteen. Rich number thirteen. Pe rich rich people. people focus on their net worth. For poor people focus on their working income. Who actually know how to how to find a net worth? If you know how to find it and figure it out, put a put a flame in the chat. I want to see a flame because a lot of people don't even know how to figure that out. And that's the most important thing. 
I don't see too many flames. <laughs> like, we got more work to do. Yeah. I only see four flames. I see five. I see eight. Okay. So Rhonda said, I honestly, I don't. So, um, yeah, you guys, you know, this is a, uh, this is a safe space. So let's break it down. Oh, somebody already broke it down. Assets minus liabilities equal net worth. Let's give an example, O'Neill. How would you calculate your net worth? Assets- no, nah, we got to be strategic with it. You got to. So a lot of people don't even know what a PFS is, a personal financial statement. That's where you put in everything you own on a document and you can actually see it. Because if you're just using a calculator, you're going to miss all kind of shit. So you actually got to get a personal financial statement. If anybody need one, oh, shit, I don't know. Uh, con- text that number in my uh, bio and I can send you one. That's where you're putting all your life insurance, your credit cards, your loans, your assets, uh, jury if you got the appraisal. That's where you put all the assets that you own, and that's how you really figure out the network. That's what banks and lenders use to see how much you're worth. And you subtract that by what you owe. Correct. And that's what you get. So um, everything you own subtracted by everything you owe, right? Assets minus liabilities equals your net worth. And everything is counted. You know, equity and properties, cash reserves, uh, gold, silver, you know. Uh, equity, equity in your business. vehicle, vehicle, the equity in your home, things like All that. Right. Yeah. Even businesses. You own businesses, a business is valued at, a, you know, millions of dollars. All that counts. So assets minus uh, liabilities equals net worth. Love it. Love it. Love it, man. I talk, Man, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. Number and- as, as little as, as little of that as those assets should be in your name as possible. Facts. <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> Facts. Own everything. Con- wait, control what? Own nothing. Control everything. Facts. Facts. And number ten. So you wanna, Yeah, you want to follow the financial influencers um, to improve your money mindset. Um, that's going to be podcast that's gonna be youtube that's gonna be that's gonna be uh, ig you know what i'm saying sometimes every now and then i i go through my ig and, and do a little quick little purge i ain't gonna lie to you if you ain't talking about nothing you may get purged on about it hey you know? man break down that purge every now and then man you gotta recalibrate what who you following you see what hey, I mean? that's, that's important what, what you especially as men that's important oh yeah. man, we watching all that ass shaking and shit that ain't bringing no value you don't want to see no asses on your time, <laughs> Nah, that shit been gone, man. Nah, it's good to look at, but come on, man. We got you trying to go to the next level, man. The ass ain't gonna get us. There. Come on, no ass on the time. Nah, nah you, you just gotta remember the names. Type it in, go look at it, and just get off. It. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta keep it real. <laughs> Y'all terrible, bro. Look. Oh my god. You know what? That's actually a smooth play so your wife don't see a whole bunch we of... We got to keep it real with ourselves, man. Sometimes you got to look at it. You know, it's a little motivation. You don't need to follow it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all cut it out, bro. Look. So, so check it out. Look, a lot of people sleep on the purge, and this is why it's so important. I remember, I think it was like 2015, I went on a binge. I literally got off social, all, all social media platforms and got into this personal development binge. Where you know audio books and reading and stuff like that, you don't have to be that extreme um, if you don't need to detox. Because a lot of people use social media for the wrong reasons. Um, but check this out on the purge, guys. You're controlled by your environment. As you scroll, things are popping up, popping up, popping up, popping up. It's literally programming you right on what's important, what to focus on, and what you should be thinking about. Every time you scroll and you see something else, 
your brain starts to think about something. So you want to be in control of what you're thinking about, what you're focusing on, especially if you have goals, because if you're in this room, you have goals. So it's important that if things are coming up on your timeline, just all the time that are not aligned with your goals, you don't need to be seeing it. It's a distraction. <clears throat> so for, the, uh, for that point, I recommend, uh, like Byron said, do a purge. Anything that is coming up repetitive that is not helping you and is in alignment, just unfollow those people. And if you feel some type of way because uh, uh, you feel guilty or for whatever reason, you don't want to unfollow that person because, it's, oh, this is my cousin. This is my homeboy. This is my classmate from high school. You know there's a mute button. I don't know if you guys know. You can go to that person's profile. I got a lot of people I did not unfollow, but I muted that ass. <laughs> I just I couldn't see it anymore. But I didn't yes. want to unfollow because then they're gonna be like, "Hey, yeah, if you ain't following me no more," like nah. So I still follow you, but I never see your stuff. So um, think about that feature. Uh, use it. It would help you because as long when you get to the point where every time you're scrolling, you're only seeing things that uh, help put gasoline in your tank. Uh, to drive faster to your goals is very helpful. But back to you, B. Facts. That is an absolute fact. Listen, and then the last but not least, um, you want to use those money mindset quotes that inspire you, okay? Print them out, put them on the wall, put them on your um, sticky notes, uh, uh, record yourself, you know, um, pouring into yourself. I heard that that is a great thing that works. I've never done it, um, but I, I want to do it. That's that's something that I definitely want to do. Um, I heard that it is phenomenal the way it works. You want to record yourself um, speaking these quotes, speaking these affirmations to yourself and record it and then play it back to yourself every now and then. Sometimes play it while you sleep um, um, to pour back into yourself. Um, that's something that I just got today. I'm, I'm going to implement that. Uh, but basically just, just taking a hold of those quotes because those quotes kind of sometimes help you get through. Sometimes those quotes help you get through. You know, it's just like Martin Luther King said, he says, uh, you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Right. Those things are important. Um, Darren Hardy said the slightest adjustment to your daily routine can dramatically alter the outcomes of your life. Warren Buffett said it is not necessary to do extraordinary things to get extraordinary results. OK, all of these quotes are important because they they, they pour into you little by little, like all of these little bitty things. So that's critical. But back, we're going to open up the floor. What we want to what we want to hear is. How are you implementing these strategies to get to the next level? What are you doing to get to the next level? How are you implementing these strategies? I know we got my guy Q in the building. I know my guy Q uh, is, is is always dropping a bunch of uh, bars on this. Did the Q leave? Where's Q at, man? Q didn't left, man. I don't know where Q at. Um, but anyway, um, I, you know, I, I, I want to open up the floor. How are you? Oh, we got my guy Peter in the building, too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my guy Peter. What's going on, Peter? When you coming to the H town, man? You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you know we gotta. Good morning, handsome. I was, just, you know what? I just got off a flight. I was in Austin for a couple of days. I got projects going on in Austin, but Houston's next because uh, we're gonna go to the, we're gonna go to that restaurant you were talking about. Yes, indeed. About. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. 
Man, so, you know, the, the floor is open. The floor is open. I I, I want to hear what are you doing from a mindset perspective? And and, and and it's okay to use the stuff that we, the, the some of the points that we just used as well. What are you doing from a mindset perspective to help you level up? What what are you doing? What is that? Hey, Byron. Like? Yeah, let's talk about it. Listen, man, um, those affirmations are important because even though, <clears throat> even though you may have a vision board, um, but the affirmations are going to keep you in line with your vision. Now, what, what, what do I mean by that? On my vision board, one of the things on my vision board is a, uh, is a Tesla. Okay? That's one of the things on my vision board. But, uh, but the affirmations are centered around service and servicing uh, and helping to serve other people. So I took my Tesla money because I could buy one. I could buy one today. I took my Tesla money and I gave it to E.T. so he could come to this meeting um, and, and, uh, on May 20th through the 22nd. I took my Tesla money and gave it to E.T. because my, 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 my goal was to get the, the car, but if I had taken my money to buy the car, I would have been eating my seed. Mm. I need to plant my seed to gain a harvest. So if I hadn't had the affirmation to serve, then I would have looked at my vision board and prematurely ate my seed by buying that car. Mm. You follow me? Oh, my God. That's good stuff. That's the, that's, that's the life of an entrepreneur. We make those types of investments. We make those types of, that's what we do. <laughs> Other folk, they'll take that seed and go give it to Tesla, right? And in your case, you'll take that seed, make that investment, right? And then now you, you, you got your seed back. If it goes right, you know what I'm saying? You get your seed back, plus you get the Tesla. Exactly. <laughs> wow. See, the golden goose and the eggs, man. You don't want to touch the golden goose, man. <laughs> wow. Wow. We got my guy Otis in the building. What's going on, Otis? How you feeling this morning? I got, I got some more stuff for you, too, Byron. Some yeah, good stuff. Talk about it. I'm barely getting up, man, but I'm just listening. I'm just listening. He, he made a good point. When you have a, we all have a finite amount of resources you can choose. It could be your seed or your harvest. I think the mindset should start in your mind, right? Educate yourself on the things that you want to do because the, that finite amount of resources can go a lot further with the additional education. Anytime you deploy capital, you got to make that choice, right? Let's say somebody has $10,000, right? Based on the information they have, that $10,000 can go a certain distance. You get the right education, you can accomplish all your financial objectives and then you look in your hand and you still have that $10,000 there. So I agree with it 100%. Also, the people that you hang around with, massive action, total immersion, right? Uh, everybody in this room made a decision to come in this room for a purpose. Right? So this is, this, is, this is total immersion. They're immerse, immersing themselves in this, this space, right? Now they have to make another decision when this room closes to go actually do something about it. So I think it starts in your mind but it ends up in your in your actions. Your actions are a, a, a representative of what your belief system is. If you believe you can do this stuff, and I'm a, you guys know I'm a real estate investor, so if you believe you can do this stuff, then you can. If you believe you can't, 
<laughs> then you can't. Right? So I think that there's a lot of conditioning that, that has to go on before we even get started. And I'll, and I'll say it, especially people that look like us. We live in a country where me, I was the government considered me three-fifths of a man. So that influences my self-portrait. My self-portrait influences my decisions. Right? So I have to I have to condition myself to get through all of those things. The most powerful thing on this planet is right between your ears, but people will go spend it on a Gucci bag. People will go spend it on a, you know, you fill in the blank, and then not invest in that thing between your ears. They'll invest in real estate, they'll invest in stock, they'll invest in insurance, but they won't invest in, uh, in that thing in, in between their ears. And that's a shift that people are going to have to make when they get serious. And us as educators, us as people that uh, have made a commitment to influence people to the positive have an obligation to work on that thing between everyone's ears, right? So I can talk five hours about that, man. I, it's, you know, it's five. Yeah, that's a, that's some years. bars right there. Oh, Facts. Um, Come on now. Come I, on I appreciate now. that share. And, and speaking about the thing between your ears, um, I got I have a share for everybody. So some things that may be going on between those ears that are red flags. So can everybody drop a, a, a red flag in the comments for me uh, while I share this? These are red flags. If these things are going on in between your ears, <clears throat> need to get rid of them drop some flags and red flags in the comments all right because i want everybody to pay attention to this all right otis just said you got to work on that thing in between your ears i wholeheartedly agree um so here's some things that be, can be going on between your ears that are toxic uh to your progression to your financial goals so money beliefs here are a list of common money beliefs uh uh that that doesn't serve you so um, the only way to make money is to work hard. It's not true. Money is the root of all evil. Not true. People with money are entitled. Not true. People with money are greedy. Not true. It's hard to make money. Not true. If you have a lot of money, you will attract a lot of fake friends. Not necessarily true. If you have a lot of money, you will have a lot more worries. Um, so if any of these beliefs are deeply uh, rooted in your subconscious mind, then it could explain why you are struggling financially. I'm going to give you uh, some more uh, talking about financial thermostats and uh, some other beliefs, uh, thinking that, you know, people that are wealthy or entitled, uh, they get away with anything uh, and they do anything to get money. Um, they're dishonest. They don't care about people like us, whatever that means. Um, these are just judgments that uh, people have said about people with money and they do not help you in your pursuit to uh, financial success. So if those things are going in between your ears, those are red flags and you need to address them and see where that root is coming from and uproot it and plant a whole different plant. Brian, wow. can I add one more? Yeah. Um, I, I think everybody should start. And this is this may be something that's embarrassing for, for some people to say, but I, I think everybody should start by saying, I am good enough exactly the way I am. Because if you don't believe that, then you will do things to try to prove that you are good enough without knowing it. The clothes you buy, the car you drive, the, the places you try to associate, the places you, you go, right, and snap pictures and show everybody. I think if you, can, if, if you can get yourself to believe, and some of us have that limiting belief and don't know it, right? So the way to cure a limiting belief first is acknowledging it. And then once you acknowledge it, you can kill it. 
right? But if you can't see it, if you don't know it, then you can't kill it. So I think us, we need to start by saying, I am good enough the way I am right now. And that sounds like a little thing, but that influences the type of watch I buy. That's a major thing, drive, Otis. That's a major well, thing. Where do you think that comes from, Otis? Why do you think people feel like that they're not worthy or they're not enough? Because, well... <laughs> Well, the environment they come from, man. Well, not just the not just the environment they come from. Look at the environment we all come from, right? Like, look at what's been embedded into our psyche ever since we were little kids. Ever since we were little kids, look at the education we receive. Every time I open a history book, somebody like me is hanging from a tree. Every time I take uh, open, go to the movies, somebody like me is hanging from a tree, getting dragged behind a truck, right? Mississippi burning, all the movies that 12 years a slave, all these things are getting embedded into our psyche without us even knowing it. We're just absorbing these things. So, of course, our self-portraits is going to be influenced, right? I said it before. We live in a country where not people, the government said we were only, I was three-fifths of a man. So, you have to overcome that because a limiting belief is this. Somewhere, sometime, somebody, or some circumstance told you something about who you were, the second you started to believe it, that became a limiting belief. So we have to go all the way back and say, I am good enough just the way I am. You don't believe me? Look at Instagram. Open Instagram and see, and you see it, I, I see it a lot in women, right? It, it shows up different in women and in men. In men, it shows up primarily in how we spend and how we present ourselves. In women, it shows up how they present themselves also, but differently. Right. Look at how look, look at how they dress. Look at how much they reveal to just the general public. Right. Not just their husband, like the general public. And that's a that's emotional damage in both of us, men and women. Right. So you have to recognize that and acknowledge that and then peel it back. Right. Like when I go to the dealership, you know, the first thing that I, I think of is, oh, man, when they see me pull up in this. OK, well, then I have to talk myself out of. No, I'm good enough the way I am. I don't need this a car that goes this fast because if I if if I present myself right, they'll wait for me, <laughs> right? Like, and, and, and then it, I have to take it a little further. Well, shoot, I don't even want to drive. I can work more if I have somebody driving me around, right? But I look where it started out. Look where I went naturally. Ooh, when I roll up in this and drop this top on them, I, and we don't even know that we're thinking that way, right? So you we just drop, wasted. You got to drop the top, though, Otis. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay to have nice things, but if we have limiting beliefs, well, we won't get them the right way. Like I think you should have your assets pay for those nice things. Mm. I like I like nice cars. Look, us as us as guys, what we play with when we was growing up, cars, right? So of course, when we grow up, why wouldn't we get the cars that we would have been playing with as a kid? But our limiting beliefs will put us in, will make us go into debt because we want it so bad and we want people to think of us a certain way so bad that we'll go ahead and finance a $100,000 car, a depreciating asset, when we could have bought a small apartment building and let the apartment building pay for that asset. But we were in a rush. Yes, sir. You mind diving a little bit deeper on that? I know we talk about it all the time, but I'm pretty sure we still have people in the room that are spending their 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 money and their that you know they've earned with their time to buy liabilities versus you know buying the assets to pay for the liabilities. Break that down like elementary for people because that concept right there, right? 
It's very, I mean, I know uh, one of the uh, places that, you know, uh, that preaches it very big is like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But break that down for everybody because I know you kind of glanced over it. But I don't think everybody really like to the core understands what that means and how just that different philosophy can allow you to get all the things you want. Because you're not saying don't get those things, but how you get those things. You mind breaking that down, giving us a little elementary school lesson? Absolutely. Well, let's say you uh Let's say you've saved $100,000. Actually, no, let me not say you saved it, because if you save it, you'll appreciate it more and you'll think a little more about it. But let's say you came up on $100,000. You got an option. You can take the $100,000 and you can buy that Corvette or, and that's done. The the, the, the $100,000 is gone. You got a Corvette that is a depreciating asset. In five years, there'll be another car that you want, <laughs> right? But it's done. Or you can take that $100,000 put it into a life insurance policy that gains value. That life insurance policy is gaining seven to eight percent. Then you can leverage, take a loan against that life insurance policy and buy a small five unit in some market where you can get uh, a five unit for $90,000. I've seen some, I can name some markets where you can do that. And then that five unit building is going, you paid cash for it, but you have a loan against the insurance, right? You take the rents from that five-unit apartment building, pay back your insurance policy, but you still have some left over from the income generated for the, from that apartment building. Now, me personally, I would take that income and invest in my stock portfolio. But let's say you don't want to do that. Now, you've got income coming from this apartment building. Let's say you've got seven, $800 a month. Now, you can go finance that car and use the income from that apartment building to pay for that car, the apartment building is still going up in value. Your life insurance policy is still going up in value. And now you have that car, but now you have two appreciating assets that you will have forever, right? Forever. And then eventually that apartment building gets paid down. That life insurance policy goes up in value. You're paying that back from the income from that apartment building. And then you'll get into a position where you can leverage because you pay cash for the apartment building because you leverage the life insurance policy. Now, you can take a loan against that apartment building and go get another life insurance policy or pay your old policy back or buy another apartment building or building or put a down payment on another appreciating asset and take income from that and buy whatever you want. Right. So it's, it's, it's now that the two people, the person that blew that hundred thousand on that Corvette is broke. The person that did it the right way, his net worth or her net worth has increased. She's reaping the tax benefits of owning real estate. That's offsetting her income elsewhere. And now she's or he is much closer to being wealthy. And that person that blew it on that Corvette is now, not only are they broke, they are Man, negative. I'm Their about net worth to run is negative. out of fucking gas. Uh, okay, she, she should buy a Tesla then. She wouldn't have to worry about that gas. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> that hot mic. It was a hot mic in an honest moment. You know Come on now. Yeah, you know, get your Tesla. Oh and, man! You know, and the disheartening thing is the fact that that Corvette. I wonder what it's gonna be worth in a few years. Oh, uh, trash can <laughs> juice. Look at my struggle is real. Gas is pretty high right now. So I get well, you. listen, listen to what I listen to what because if you look at my Instagram. You see me driving around in these Maseratis and he's dropping the top on these Maseratis and all that. And I had to post and I had to say, look, I do not own these cars because I was starting to get compliments from young people like, oh, that's dope. That's this. 
So I had to put a post up there that, look, I do not own these cars. I do not. I would not pay this for these cars. And if you guys are seeing me in these cars, that means what I pay to rent this car now is an expense. Now it's going up to my marketing budget. All right. So I'm, I don't I don't pay for any of these these cars. And I had to really get and I, I ended up I stopped posting these things because people were getting the wrong message. Right. So it's there's a way to get these things. If you if you enjoy these things, do it. You know, go ahead and rent a Lamborghini. Go ahead and rent. Uh, you can rent a car anyway, you know, because experiences are important, too. And experiences are what you're going to, to hold with you when you're on your deathbed at 95, 100 years old. And you think back. You I, and I've sat with people on their deathbed. I was in ministry for three years exclusively. I have never heard one person say, man, that job I had, I'm glad I had that job or I'm glad I had that car or I'm glad I had that watch. They said, you know what? I regret not telling that that person that I love them. I regret not being able to go see name your place, fill in the blank. I regret and fill in the blank. See, the problem is people are afraid to be exactly who they are. But they don't understand once you can achieve being exactly who you are, you, you are now a free person. You are not a slave to things. You are not a slave to the opinions of others. But it takes a lot of work to do that, to get there. Right? That's part of the reason why I think people gravitate towards towards me, right? Because I'm very authentic. I'm very transparent. I'm not afraid to say, man, I, I messed this up. Today. I'm not afraid to say, look, I was at one point, I almost put a bullet in my head in the park. I'm not afraid to say, man, I went, I had to go into to the county and apply for food stamps. And I was so embarrassed. I had a $1,200 suit in there. I had already lost everything. Right? I'm not afraid to say, yeah, I was working in a newspaper plant for $10 an hour because people need to hear that because that's part of the, the, the progression. And when people try to put me on this pedestal, I kick that pedestal off because, one, we're all the same. Some of us just know a little more than others in a particular area, right? Because I feel, I genuinely feel, I'm 46 years old. And, 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 to be, and I've always been big man on campus. And I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I was dope before Clubhouse. Like, this has no influence over my self-portrait. But in my private life, I spent most of my life feeling like I wasn't good enough. So I had to prove it to people and have the best woman the best car, the most houses. I had to, I built that identity and it got to a point where I forgot. I didn't even know who I was. I was just doing what this person that I created would do for other people. And it took, it took a, it took a conversation with God to show me that, Oh, none of that stuff matters. And that, and that happened when I was 31 and that it didn't, and it didn't sink in until I was 38, 39. So that's when I communicate with people, like I'm not afraid to to be 100% who I am, but understand it took a lot of work to get here because as soon as you get up in the morning, this world is telling you, you too big, you too small, you too skinny, you too fat, you too black, you too white, you too rich, you too this, you too poor, you too all these different things to tell you about yourself. And it's hard to shut out that noise. And once you shut out that noise, now you're a free person. Just freedom has nothing to do with whether you locked up or not. I was locked up for eight months. And I was freer in, in that eight months than most people are right now. I never, now I'm not a slave to anything. I'm not a slave to people's opinions. I'm not a slave to... I, I, if God is impressed, if I can impress God, that's all I need to do. Because if, if I go broke, ain't none of y'all going to come through and say, hey, here's a blessing. Here's 100000 to get you back on your feet. So once you understand people's opinions actually don't matter and, and, and people will be more interested, you'd be surprised. People are more interested in the real you than the you you present. 
because the you you present nowadays, and I'm not talking to anybody specifically, but the you most people present is the same you everybody's presenting. You'll notice a lot of people starting to look the same, right? A lot of people are starting to kind of fall in the same kind of vibe, right? So I'll, I'll, I'll land my plane there. Tell yourself when you wake up in the morning, I am good enough just the way I am. And believe it and say it. There's power in saying it. Don't just think it. And don't wait until you believe it to say it. Say it until you believe it. Amen. Amen. Byron, did you know did, did you know that Otis is a speaker at the Developing a Spiritual Money Mindset? I absolutely did. I absolutely did. I knew that information. Byron, Can you tell us Byron, about I that? I want to go deeper, Byron, Let's before go. Um, I come back. So about a year ago, I actually listened to Otis speaking on stage. And prior to hearing Otis share his story, I was like, damn, this dude got his shit put together. Fuck. This is like one of those people that's actually out there. But one day I walked into a room halfway while Otis was sharing his story. And I said it would be unfair to me to ask this man to repeat his fucking story. So what I did, I bought a ticket to an event in Atlanta last year just so I can go spend an hour with Otis in person, guys. And after I spent an hour with Otis in Atlanta as a student, I'm actually speaking on stage with him at the upcoming event. So I just want to put that right in there, guys. That guy has the power to move people. You know, the, be the beauty of, you know, what you said right there um, is, is amazing, uh, 10K, because we're all growing. We're all growing um, and you'd be surprised at how just proximity, right? And belief in yourself, right? Opens up tremendous amounts of doors that you probably never even thought that you would um, be able to take advantage of. It's just amazing. Um, it's just amazing, man. You, you, did you even know that you'd be speaking on the same stage with Otis uh, uh, 10K? Absolutely not, my brother. Absolutely not. But you, but you showed up, right? Um, you, you, you stuck to the vision. You stuck to your calls, and doors just opened up. Is that kind of how that worked out? When Otis shared his story, he literally came off that pedestal that he just spoke about. And then when I met Otis, I realized that it was possible for me. And this I'm saying with great humility, guys. Otis is someone I speak with off the app on the phone call from time to time. And the brother is one of those individuals that it doesn't matter where you stand. He has a story that he can connect with you. And then he can walk you into greatness. And he has all the proof and all the evidence right in front of him. Byron, I came onto this app with the intention of being number one. I came onto this app in being the only digital business card that people are going to put their attention onto. And I marketed that shit as a savage, as you guys know. But I'm in a place right now where I'm genuinely looking to inspire others. When others say no, guess what? God says yes. Just keep pushing. That's it, man. Wow. Love that. You know, hey, yo, what's that? You ready? I'm ready. Hey, man, it's time for the reset. Drop that beat for me. Hey, man, this thing has been absolutely banging this morning. I mean, like bangers coming from everywhere. And we couldn't do more. We could be more appreciative to those of you who have been on this digital verbal stage, lip boxing with the best of them. Hey, we really, really appreciate it. Hey, listen, if you have not touched on that green mansion at the top of your screen, you need to do so now so that you can be kept abreast and in the know of all things business over breakfast. That is very, very important. And also, we're at 196. While I'm talking, can we get the 200? I'm looking for 
for 197 right now. Can you share the room by pressing on that box with the arrow pointing north? Can you do that for me right now? That's 198. I only need two more. If you can give me two more, I would be greatly appreciative to it. Greatly appreciative of that. We're almost there. Let's get this over 200. And that's it. That's all. Hey, y'all, don't forget. Oh, we made it. That's what's up. I sure appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, that deserves the, the bell right there. Listen, I need everybody to know that next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we're going to be having Bible study only like only the wealth community way. When I tell y'all it be fire and we've been talking about Christ all day long. I don't know if y'all have been noticing, but it sounds like the uh, award shows of old when everybody would get up there and say, first, I want to thank God. And so everybody has brought God in what they've been talking about this morning and i couldn't do oh, i'm just so ecstatic about that because the love of god rest rules and abides with each and every one of us and we thank him for it that's it for me y'all i gotta turn it over to my sister from another mister the thought leader of the phenomenal women hey y'all give it up for dr ashley v wilkerson as she greets us one more time with the final portion of the business over breakfast news let's go Hey y'all! What's goody? What's goody? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be waiting on him to say that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yes, indeed. It just flows together. Hey y'all! What's goody? It's like a whole thing now. <laughs> hey y'all! Hey, thank y'all so much for tapping in with us today. You're with the B.O. crew. And we have been going deep into money mindset right here during this session. Listen, you're talking about some people being on the stage together at this event. You have several of them right here in the building. You have Jared on the stage. You have Otis James on the stage. You have 10K on the stage. You have the the developer, the producer, the organizer of the event, Don Ice Daniel, on the stage. And I'm so excited to share that yours truly will be right there in the building. And I want to see you in Tennessee next weekend. If you can't be there live, I want to see you in person. I want you to know that you are worth the investment. We have heard the B.O.B. crew and so many people on the stage who have said that their mindset, their mindset got them to where they are today. We had Los in the building earlier. He too will be in Tennessee. You don't want to miss tapping in to this event. It's going to be incredible. And I want you to invest in yourself and let's get our mindset all the way together. Listen, I am going there to listen and learn from the legends themselves. I can't wait to be in their sessions so I can take it all in. Because similar to right here in B.O.B., they're not just giving us textbook information. They're not just telling us things that they've read. They're telling us what they've been through. They're showing us how they've overcome. They are giving us a peek into the decisions that they had to make to sustain where they are 
and to attain where they're trying to go. We are going to hear directly from all of these speakers during this event. Listen, you want to click the link at the top of the screen and grab your ticket. Whether it's in person or virtual, it doesn't matter. You want to get the information. You want to hear from these incredible speakers and leaders. I'm excited to be in the building. I can't wait to tap in. Let's get back into it. Back to you, Byron. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Byron. Huh? Well, I just had a thought during the... uh during a little news segment. What was that thought like? About those limiting beliefs. You know, one, one of the ones that was left out was money don't grow on trees. You know, guys, guys, raise your hand in the comments if you ever heard the phrase, money don't grow on trees. <laughs> money don't grow on trees. You know why that's funny, Bob? Why is that funny? Because I disagree. I just think that people are planting the wrong seeds. Ooh, ooh. You just don't know where to find the seeds because... You know, how I look at it, you know, one money tree is rental real estate. Rental real estate works a lot like a money tree. Ooh, let's talk about it. I mean, money don't grow on trees. So when I think about a tree and I think it bearing fruit, um, real estate, man, after you own the asset and you manage the property uh, properly, uh, literally month after month, it just prints money. As long as they stay under the roof, they pay you money. It's it's pretty synonymous to a money tree to me. You know, there's a lot of money trees. There's a lot, a lot of money of, trees. A lot of money trees. Al, do you know of any money trees? But that was just funny to me. Money don't grow on trees. I'm like, shit. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you plant the wrong seeds, my guy. <laughs> who, who, who know of any other money tree? It's a lot of money trees. Let's talk about some money trees. Is Al on stage? You know, uh, big. Give me, give me, give me five minutes. I give you five minutes. I give you five myself. minutes. Brian, Brian, what, what about that affiliate money tree? You ever heard of that? That's a money tree, man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's a money tree. Did, did, um, did you work today to get that affiliate bag that you got at the first of the month? Uh, how did that man, work? Out? Actually, I deposited yesterday and mm. only left. <laughs> um, how much work no, you did for that? You, I, I did work like, <laughs> like. What else, like two years ago now on yeah. a YouTube video? Yeah, I got by. me one too. I got me one, you know, yesterday went to the account, I, so, you know. Yeah. So biggest thing, guys, I just want to throw that in. Guys, don't believe a lot of these sayings are really uh, not not helping and they really should be like destroyed and eliminated out of your thought process. Get those things from between your ears. Money don't grow on trees. That is not true. That is not true. That thought, does, that, that belief system does not serve you. The biggest, for me, the biggest limiting belief I have, and I, I'm, I struggle with it on a daily basis. The biggest limiting belief is one that is disguised as wealth consciousness. And I'll give you an example. Um, I believe that I should know what's in it for me. What's in it for me is actually a limiting belief. Mm. because um, I've learned from reading a book that um, my income is determined by how many people I serve and how well I serve them. Not what's in it for me, but what can I do to help others level up? When I help enough other people get what they want, 
That's when I get what I want. Hey, Don, let me really quick and, and, and stay right there, because that's that's one of the differences between a poor person's mentality and a wealth mindset right there, the what's in it for me, because people don't understand that there are blessings that come on the back end that don't show up on a spreadsheet. And because people can't quantify those blessings at the time that they're serving other people, then they assume that those things are not going to come to fruition. So, so elaborate on that. Keep speaking on that because that's very important. And if you want to go back to scripture, Malachi three ten talks about you bring your 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 tithe into the storehouse. He will pour out blessings you will not have room enough to receive. And that's when when we start talking about giving. That's the power in giving. And some of you guys already know that that's a really that's a the foundation of 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 who I am is 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 giving right and not just in and am I just a generous person at heart absolutely not but he said he will pour out blessings I will not have room enough to receive so keep stay on that path brother you know that, that, oh. that oh go ahead go right here Brian uh, Brian go ahead no I was just gonna throw in that you know that's that mindset that McDonald's mentality people think oh uh, I don't get paid for that um, if if uh, if I get paid more then I'll do more. No, when you do more, then you'll get paid more. That point. Exactly. Exactly. So when we're when we're putting on this conference, you see pinned at the the top of the page, you know, um, bringing these folks in to share their experience. You know, I we we could um, and asking what it, what's in it for me. So so one idea is I put on the conference. Let's see how much money I can make for putting on the conference. <laughs> or I could say, what can we do to help bring about a change in mindset for the people? Bring people like Otis, bring people like um, Jared, bring people like 10K, who's constantly, they're constantly giving. I mean, Otis's giving is legendary. Okay. In fact, it is so legendary that I got it on on good authority that um, um, that E.T. the hip hop preacher said he don't want to go on after Otis. He better not. He better. He better go first. I'm trying. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be nice about it. <laughs> A play, man. Wow. What happened to Don? Was you still talking oh, to? Oh, listen, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Listen, I'm just so I'm just so elated about this idea of giving and understanding where where it all comes from, because you can't outgive God when you are focused on true service and where it's going. Somebody said earlier that they had a goal of six figures, and when they got there, wasn't enough. Then they had a goal of seven figures. But when they got there, it wasn't enough. But if you have a mindset that you're going to esteem others better than yourself, that's what the Bible says. Learn to esteem others better than yourself. So your income is then becomes limitless because you can never get to the apex of learning how to serve well and serve many. There's no, there's, there's no end to it. Where is there an end to serving well and serving many? 
There is no end to it. But but how many you serve and how well you serve them is going to determine the amount of money that you will actually make, which, again, is no limit. So turn it around, folks. If you want to do well, help somebody else. That's what it, that's what, this is what this mind, spiritual money mindset is all about. If you come in and don't take away anything except one thing, how can I serve others to level up my game? I'm telling you, that's what this thing is all about. So I'm inviting each and every one of you to come in, take part, level up, learn how to serve. Learn how to do well financially, and then teach that to your family. And that's where generational wealth starts and ends, right there. Love it. Man, I love it. So, you know, let's, let's, let's get back to it, man. So what are some of the things that we're implementing, implementing uh, from a money mindset standpoint um, to get to that next level? Um, matter of fact, oh, you still with us right now? You still with us? Is O me? Is O Otis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I was talking about O'Neill, or you know, but we can we can shit if if it's on you, Otis, it's on you. Let's let's Yo, go, ahead. go ahead. They call me O everywhere I go. So one <laughs> one of the things that I'm implementing is uh, when I walk into challenges, right? Um, I had a, a a challenge where I got hit with some major major expenses, um, all in the same couple days, right? Non budgeted, major major expenses. And uh, it started to change my mood as it would any normal person. And instead of harping on, now it's one thing to know it, it's another thing to to believe it and feel it at that moment, right? So instead of harping on, okay, I got these major expenses, I said, this is an opportunity. And then I'll fill in the blank. And I got in the habit of saying, this is an opportunity. When one of my contractors uh, 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 is just started, you know, got a little frustrated and started using the, the, the F word, I said, this is an opportunity for me to be the person that I want to be five years from now. The person that I want to be five years from now is slow to anger and all these other things. So this is an opportunity for that. I'm sitting up here and every time I have a conversation with somebody, I'm talking about how I can generate income where income doesn't exist. If that is really true, why am I so upset that I got hit with these major expenses? This is an opportunity to develop a story of how I overcame this challenge by doing and practicing what I preach, right? And then it, and, and I'm almost embarrassed to say that it took me this long to do it, right? Because I just started doing this in the last few months. And I've known that people should do this the last 30 years. It was just corny to me. Like, oh, I get it, right? You just, if you say it, you believe it. And yeah, it's a bumper sticker talk. But I started doing it, man. And there's power in the tongue, man. Because as soon as I started doing that, I started to feel different. I, I started to feel different. And then I was able to talk through solutions right i had one of my um in corporate i had one of my managers he would come to me and start complaining about all these different things that were going on and i said remember when i inter interviewed you and remember when i posed those scenarios in this situation what would you do and you had a solution for every single thing because you wanted to get the job right so you just need to change your perspective and pretend that this scenario you're going through right now is the scenario i'm proposing at, or I'm posing at this interview. Now, what would you do to overcome this scenario? And he was able to talk himself through it. And I said, now you see what happened. Like no, the scenario didn't change. You didn't acquire any more skills. Your environment didn't change. Your mind shifted, okay? Same thing, 
my mind, uh, being able to control when your mind shifts is advantageous, especially when you're an entrepreneur, because you're not governed by punching in and punching out and all these rules and all these things, right, that you, you edit that, that you are governed by at a typical job. So I say it, oh, this is an opportunity. Anytime adversity comes about, instead of me reacting the way that feels good to react, which could be, you know, and I'll, I'll be fully transparent, which could be putting somebody's head through some sheetrock, especially if you're going to cuss at me, you in my house and I'm paying you, it's a good contract to say. Sorry, it's a contractor situation. I say, you know what? What would the me that I want to be five years from now do? And I try to be like that guy. That is the only guy I try to be because I, I know where, where that guy is. I know where that guy's coming from, right? So those are those are some tools that really, really work. Like, I don't care what your circumstances are. Say, so you know what? This is an opportunity and you fill in the blank, right? And if you're going to be like anybody, be the you five years from now, five years from now, focus on being the you 10 years from then, right? Because that person is the one that's going to get you out of whatever it is you need to get out of today. I'll land my plane right there. That's a mindset. That's a money mindset. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Man. This is Ray. Can I chime in? Yeah. Yeah. Jump in. Hey, thank you for letting me speak. Shout out to all the mods, O'Neill, Brian, Brian. O'Neill Byron, Brian. Wow, I'll say that fast. Um, something that um, O said, Otis, he just made me think of a couple of things. I jotted down. Uh, leveling up, I want to answer that question. What am I doing to level up? I say for me, it's learning, being able to be coached, and then just practical application. Oftentimes, we learn a lot of these things but we're not good at um, applying it to our lives. We just learn, we go to these meetings and it's another skill set to apply what you learn. So I'm learning and I'm going to apply. And I think that's priceless to be able to have that skill set to do both. I, love uh, I think oftentimes, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I love what you said right there. Um, and it's that, that being able to be coached, that's a skill. Um, a lot of people don't recognize that as a skill. Um, but can you speak to some of the ways that you've developed the skill set of learning to be coached? Because that's a skill set uh, that a lot of people miss. What What are some things that you've put in place to just better you at, at receiving coaching, receiving information, and then turning around and figuring out ways to implement that? Can you give us some uh, insight on that? Sure. It's a great question. I will say this. I'm a man of many imperfections and my imperfections have outshined my skill set at times throughout my life, throughout my life, which left me in some serious, unfortunate situations. And um, when it comes to being able to be coached, life humbled me so I can go to the next level in life. And that allowed me to be able to be coached. And what I mean by that is that I didn't see having a mentor as important until I was broken. And the only way I would be able to be rebuilt so I can have the life that I have now is through coaching. And so uh, what helps me is I can always look back and say, uh, what I've been able to learn is that you have to have great people in your life that are oftentimes believing you more than you believe in yourself. And no one makes it to the mountaintop by themselves. And what's the purpose to eat at the table if you're going to eat at the table by yourself? And so those things help me remain humble as a man, because I know a lot of us men, especially in our communities, we don't have the luxury oftentimes to be coached at an early age in our life to, to, to see the benefits of it. 
And a lot of times we, we, we have bad habits as we get older and we're very resilient to uh, authority. So it, for me, and this is me speaking, being able to be humble and listen to someone to know that I'm not the biggest man in the room just because I have a better skill set. I can be taught and um, just knowing that if you look at the most successful people in, in your life on this earth, 95 percent of the time they had mentors and or mentors. I have a lot of mentors. A lot, a lot, a lot of mentors. And I call them for different things because different mentors do different things. And so, uh, yes, it's definitely a skill set. And I represent the people who have taken their time and sacrificed their time to invest in me. I represent those people. So I'm very appreciative uh, of those opportunities. I had a few more other hey, things I wanted to say. Uh, if you don't mind, I want to, I want to, I want to, yeah, I, let me come back to those. Cause I, I want to dive a little deeper on this one. Okay. Cause no this, problem, this, is, this is critically important. This is critically important. Um, you said something, you said that you, you came to a place to where you had to be broken, right? Where you were broken, right? Um, before you were in a position to really, really receive that coaching. Now, I want to understand how can somebody who has not been broken because he that see, I don't want folk to leave thinking that they need to be broken in order to receive that coaching to, to be to be in that humble spirit in that humble place to where they can receive that coaching right from a confident place. I need somebody to speak because because here's the deal. Here's the deal. They say um, a fool. Right. A fool learns from his own mistakes. But a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Okay. And so what 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 I, I wanna can somebody help me understand what is the skill set for the people who 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 feel like they got it together, constantly are learning and constantly wanting to 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 learn. How does that person, how does that person receive coaching? Because a lot of folk are going to leave this room, right? They're going to be looking for the people that they want to put in their lives to help them level up. Okay. But they're going to, they're going to be not, they're, they're not, some of, a lot of them are not going to be coachable. Okay. They're going to receive a lot of information. They're going to receive a lot of people pouring into them and they're going to ignore it. They're going to miss their blessing. And that person specifically, I'm really, really trying to help right now. Because again, when we started this room, I said specifically that somebody's going to get a breakthrough today. I believe that. I believe that. And I want somebody to get that breakthrough. Can somebody help me understand some skill sets that they've implemented, right? To help them receive coaching, receive valuable information um, without necessarily having to, you know, overly humble themselves. What What are some skill sets that are being a broken place to be able to receive? Can somebody help me with that? Byron, um, what I listen, I was uh, in my business. Um, and I've got the receipts to show it. Uh, you know, we're constantly in the high five figures a month. All right. And I was doing okay. Somebody said, you need a coach. I hired a coach. My coach is actually on this stage right now. <laughs> okay. I hired a coach and he said, you know what? That book you have that's been on Amazon for the last two years, kind of floundering. And I said, well, it's doing okay. He says, well, um, you're charging too little for that book. I said, well, it's, it's $19.99. He said, yeah, but it needs to be $49.99. I said, what? He said, it needs to be $49.99. And listen, man, I, I, I struggled against that thing. <laughs> but 
I went ahead, I'm paying the coach, right? I'm paying the coach over five grand a month. I'm paying the coach. And the coach said, raise the price on the book. We raised the price on the book. And it was the first time ever it went to number one on Amazon. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> Dang. And I got to constantly go back to that coach and tell him, you know what? I struggled against the information and you were right. You were right. I got so tired of telling 10K he was right. <laughs> yeah, my coach is 10K, man. And so he's a marketing genius. I tapped into that and he's helping me level up in ways that, and I thought I was doing okay. So when you think you're doing okay, that's probably the best time to get a coach because you're going to get stuck and you're okay. Good is the enemy of great. Wow. Yo, Byron, let me jump in really quick and touch on something before Don yes, Prior to me suggesting Don raise the book to uh, $49.99, the most book he sold up until he met me was 30 After he met me and he rose it to $39.99, we sold 170 books the next month. I, <laughs> I knew I was going somewhere with that. I knew I was going somewhere with that. Listen, I, listen, th this is important. Can somebody else share that skill? Because, because, see, I want, I want it. I, this is specific. Okay, what Don just shared was critical. It was absolutely critical. It is something that you cannot take for granted. You cannot just gloss over. That is important. What race just shared earlier was critically important. Listen, some of y'all are going to leave this session today and you're going to need to be broken and humbled, completely broken and humbled before you receive the information that is going to help you level up. Some of you are going to be where Don was. You're going to be going up, right? You're going to be going up and you're going to be looking to get to that next level in your, your, your success, right? And you're going to hire a coach and then you're going to receive that information and you're going to level up even further. Some of you are in the middle. Okay. You are in that space where you are trying to figure it out, right? You know that you need to make a move. You need to bust a move, right? Drastically, uh, in my lowest voice, <laughs> you need to bust a move drastically in order for you to even start getting on your journey, okay? And so you're gonna need somebody to pour into you in that particular space, but you're not gonna trust that person. Why? Why? Because here's the deal. The person that where Ray started, he started from the bottom, meaning he was completely broken, Right. And he was humbled. So anything be is, is, is better than where he was. OK. Now, where where I started, he started from a space where he's he's already doing well and he has a little bit of abundance around him to be able to invest. Right. And in, in order to go to that next level, he has a little bit to lose quote unquote lose, you know, we don't like that word, but he has a little bit more disposable income to be able to, to take that advice. And if it fails, it's cool. He can move on because he's, he's in a good space, but here's the issue. Some of you are in the middle, right? And you don't trust nobody because you've not, you've not seen yourself be successful and you're doing well enough to survive, but one little bitty thing can throw you off, but you're in the most critical space because you need to get to that next level. Can somebody help me pour into that person? 
Because that person definitely, I think that person is probably the majority of the people that's in the room right now. And we got to help that person. That person deserves a breakthrough today. Who's going to help me with that? Hey, I want to chime in, Byron. Jump in. If you don't mind, man, because that person uh, that you're speaking of is me. You know, so I'm going to take this opportunity to help me and others. Because I have come to an understanding of, uh, first, I believe it's important to, to know thyself, knowledge of self. Know your place in the world. Know where you stand. Claim your position as a as a human being first and then as a man or woman whatever you are you know subscribe to be and and i had to realize that not comparing myself to others i am no different than others i am part of all of it you know you can't have all of it without me and and i'm a part of everything and so just as much as you know you know the whole cliche the world is yours you know, it's my world through my vision, the way I see it. And I have to learn how to how to navigate my world with respect to others having the same mindset or the opportunity to have the same mindset. So we have to share the same world through different perceptions, through different lenses and, and be able to understand that you are doing the same exact thing as I am and figuring it out and what's suitable for you. Um, and so um, when. And, and that comes from being conscious, being aware, um, being open minded to what you don't know, because what you don't know is the only reason why you don't have what it is you want in life. You know, I, I talk to people every day in my, you know, just in, 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 in my path, you know, when I talk, to, when I encounter people and we have these conversations a lot and it's really the, the lack of knowledge is the only reason why we don't have what we want because we don't know how to get it. And we'll sit back and we'll just uh, 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 visualize or, or fantasize about things that we would love to have. You might watch a MTV crib and see these big mansions and you see yourself in it, but we don't aspire to get it because we don't want to ask the question on how did you get that or what did you do to get that? I remember coming across, I used to work on the garbage truck for waste management and I had a very very uh um high-end route some very high-end customers and the garbage man um is probably perceived as one of the lower lower type of uh job titles you know people really don't have too much respect for the garbage man but but we do but we are a major part of the way things work because you need garbage. You need the garbage man to service your area. And there's people out there that do understand that and, and show appreciation. So I had this one customer that was on my route and he would tip almost at least once a week, $100, $200. And then when Christmas time came around, he would tip real big, maybe five, $600 between me and my partner. One day I had the opportunity to catch him pulling up to his driveway and he was in a Bentley uh, uh, Rolls Royce. I don't know exactly what type, but uh, a Rolls Royce. And I stopped him um, and I felt comfortable with stopping him because I had seen him for over the years and just a good morning, you know, how are you doing? And, and, but not, not too too much of a conversation. So one day I just said, hey, you mind asking, do you mind if I ask you a question? He was like, no, no problem. I said, tell me a secret. He was like, tell you a secret. I said, yeah, tell me a secret. Something that I don't know that could help me. And he said, he looked me right in my eyes and he said, read.
That's it. And I said, read. He said, yes, read. Anything you want to know, all questions to your answers are already written. You just have to search. And when I got that, I started searching. Read. Well, I don't read so much, but I started. When I took read, I mean, I, I took that as, you know, there's so many different ways to read. You don't just necessarily have to open a book. You have to learn how to read people. You have to learn how to how to how to know who's who in 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 every situation. You know that that energy, that spirit of discernment, where you can say, okay, this person right here, I can approach them. I might be able to ask this person a question that might be able to help me. You have to be able to read your environment and read uh, 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 and understand. So what I've learned to do is to um, claim my position in the world, whether I'm financially stable or not or some would call broke but I'm never broken and with the mindset of never being broken then the only thing that's missing in my life is the monetary things the financial aspect everything else is grounded because I understand that this is my world the way that I see it and in order to have what I want to fulfill it I have to go out and get it and read and ask questions and talk to people. And I do that every day. And I share information every day. Um, Paris, can you do me a favor? What what helped you trust that person? Because, see, the trust is, is critical in that particular position. What made you trust what he said as valid? Take it and run with it. Now, Paris, well, before you Paris, before you answer, because. I'm not going to let you get away with I, you're not giving yourself enough credit too, because there was something that I recognized in you at one point that I'm sure he also recognized in you. And you had, it wasn't the question that you asked or the fact that you reached out. It was that the way you asked showed that you have the desire to be successful, a desire that's not in the average person. And that desire made people that may have had the resources or the knowledge gave them a desire to want to pour into you. So uh, talk about why you had, where you got that desire from. Go ahead, Paris, we lose you. Go ahead, Paris, your mic is muted. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, how you did it. That, that, that desire, um, you know, I was always raised uh, mostly by my mother. My, my mother, both, uh, both of my parents recovering addicts, you know, that's irrelevant. The, the desire came from the lack of uh, love or affection or attention that I received as a childhood. And when I first, when I first had my first child, I'm a father of seven children, and I have four different children's mom. And today, my success would be, I believe I've successfully fathered my children outside of financially because I was driven from the moment that I had my first child to do exactly what my parents did not do with me because I was able to, 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 I I'm able to relate to my children and, and guide them to where I'm at today. For instance, my youngest child is 11. So I'm able to go back to being 11 years old when I, when I talked to him and understand where I was at 11 years old. And I didn't have what he has at the moment. And I tell him that I said, when I was 11, I didn't have a me right here talking to you. I had to figure it all out from that age. So, so, so know that I'm here because this is what I'm supposed to be doing as a parent. And I understood that from not having the parent. Um, and, 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 and that desire to be great 
and that understanding of, of of what God is to me. It's a godly thing. The first, the, the, the pinnacle of life to me is fatherhood. You know, if you look at any type of uh, spiritual or religious belief, you know, they always go with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It has really nothing to do with financials. So I, I subscribe to be the, the greatest person that I am and the first role that I play daily as a father. When I was blessed with a child, my first child, I realized that my, my job is to not only, not only am I, am I, am I a father, but my job is to be a father. And those are two different things. One is a verb and one is a noun. We have people that are fathers, but don't understand how to father. And I'm, and I'm, a, and I'm a victim of, of, of those type of people who didn't understand how to father me. They just figured that I would figure it out. My mother to this day tells me, she sees me like a prodigal son. She says, son, I know you'll be all right. There's, there's really nothing I can do for you because I don't really know what to do for you. But I do know one thing. You'll figure it out because you always have. And those words of encouragement allow me to go figure it out. But it's definitely hurtful not to have that. I think we lost your, your mic. Or is that just me? No, I can't no, hear you. Oh, okay. Man, listen. Can I add, since um, we lost him, can I add real briefly? Yeah, you got to be real briefly. <laughs> okay. Well, what you were saying a minute ago about having a mentor, um, I have a mentor, and one day we were speaking about something, and he had <clears throat> told me about a program that I needed to get, and I caught myself telling him that I already paid for quite a few programs. And I kind of laughed it off. And then later I had to think about, you know, what am I doing? I actually reached out to this person to help me because I want to be like them and get where they're at. And so I had to check myself and turn around and go ahead and go purchase that other program so I can get where I need to be. Because if I trusted that person to let them guide me, then I need to actually let them guide me. You know, it's hard when you, um, it's funny because like when you, when you, start making money right you you trust yourself more and you have a lot more disposable income to be able to throw around and i'm just keeping it real and so it's easy for people who are making money to you know go to masterminds or go you know buy court all of this stuff like we do this stuff like this is just normal you know what i'm saying it's just normal at, the, at, at a point of, of a certain point of success like between us you know and bob like we we purchase courses all the time like it's not even like a thing oh let me go get that let me go get that let me go get that right you know so and so and so and the thing is but when you and when you down right a lot of times it's easy but when you kind of like in that middle you're in that middle phase it's hard because every single decision you make you you second guess it right you you don't trust it you don't trust the people coaching you you don't think you think everything is a scam you think the business is a scam you think your success is actually a scam right because you you don't you don't you're not comfortable with recognizing that you deserve to be at this new level right so hey, can you, i finish up something real quick on that we're just real quick absolutely about that trust thing yeah. About that trust thing. Please, please. But we got to do it and, quick. And, we got to do it quick. Okay. In order, to, in order for me to trust the information that I got from that guy, I had to trust myself. When you trust yourself and you trust the decisions that you make and you trust that it's going to work out, then, then, then you'll be all right. But it starts with trusting yourself first. Wow. It's a beautiful thing. You got to trust yourself. Um, that's critical. 
That is critical. And so, and give yourself permission to fail. Right. Give yourself permission to fail. And the only way you can really trust yourself is when you know that your intentions are genuine here. So you know you're not doing anything wrong out here. So I'm not scared to take someone's advice, go and apply it. And if it doesn't work out, I don't think that they intentionally did me wrong. I maybe didn't apply it correctly. That part. Hey, Byron. Yeah. Hey, Byron. Uh -huh. Are you cool with saying, give yourself permission to learn? Give yourself permission to learn. Because that's really hey, Byron, what it is. Hey, Byron, can I get... Yeah, Byron, in, sorry, man. I've been super busy. Uh, I need 60 seconds, King, but Let's I promise it. you to be worth it. Let's do it. So you asked me about money trees earlier, and I just want to share with the audience and people on the stage, it's the mindset's really important. Most people are going to spend... What if, I, what, if I, what if I was to say people spend two-thirds of their income paying somebody else? And what I mean by that, when you look at federal taxes, Social Security, Medicare, you look at state taxes, county tax, sales tax, and then you look at interest on mortgages that went on your personal residence, interest on vehicles, interest on credit cards, the average American is paying two-thirds of their income to somebody else. That's like working from January to August free, and then you keeping whatever else you have from September to, to December. So uh, what I want to do is help people understand that and put them in a position to play the game the right way. And I think Otis said something very, very impactful. Cash value life insurance allows you to start breaking those chains. So I've used that a lot to pur purchase and acquire assets, and I have the asset paid back what I leveraged. So I just wanted to share that, man. Hopefully that helps somebody today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, after that reset, Brian, can I jump back in there, please? Well, we we out of there. We out of there now. We we you know it's you know it's um it's what well, we we fifteen eighteen minutes old. They ain't gotta go home. They ain't yeah, gotta go yeah, home. They ain't gotta, gotta go home. home. Oh, okay, no problem. Hey, y'all ain't y'all ain't gotta maybe, go home. Maybe Tuesday. Maybe, maybe Tuesday. Maybe Tuesday, man. Maybe Tuesday. <laughs> sure. But what I will say though. <laughs> <laughs> is that this has been an amazing and amazing conversation. And you know, Byron, you just made a really, really good point um, because life ebbs and flows. But you made a great point about when you're at your lowest, you're looking for something to hold on to, something to save you, something to pull you out of where you really don't want to be. So you may be a little bit more risky. When you're at your highest, you have more expendable income. You are willing to take more chances. And so you may be a little bit more risky. But when you're in that middle, which the vast majority is, it's harder to try different things, to learn new things, to have that risk-taking uh, spirit and, and tap into endeavors. But I will say, one thing that is consistent among that is the need to develop a strong mindset wherever you are on that spectrum. A strong mindset is needed. Once we understand that the vast majority of successful people, high earning people, high achieving people, most of them, most of them, the vast majority of them are the only ones in their circle to do it, in their family, in their network, or they're the first to do it in their area and where they're from. So that means they have to have something to sustain them 
during those hard times and during those challenging periods. And that's exactly what you're going to get. You're going to hear directly from the people who've had the mindset to sustain them during their journey during this conference. So I wanted to tap in with that, Byron. Absolutely. And with that being said, if you know about that right there, put a number one in the chat right now. You know what I'm saying? If you understand that some of these haters don't have to get on their job because ain't nobody finna stop your blow up, your glow up, your level up. <laughs> All those things at the same the time. Put a number one in the chat. I just want to understand what I'm dealing with today. You can look me in my eyes, see I'm Yes, P.I. Yes, P.I. This is a great way to end my Thursday, Byron. You know what I'm saying? My favorite rapper in the building, P.I. Shout out to Atia. She's coming to speak to the ladies and the wealthy women. Make sure you click the link at the top and grab your ticket. I want to see you in Tennessee, whether it's in person or virtually. Next weekend, May 20th through the 22nd. I want to see you in the building. I separated the fakes, paralyzed from the waist down, from the real stand up guys. Hey, T.I. You got a breakthrough today. Go ahead and put a number one in the chat right now. If you're going to be doing things differently from what she was doing yesterday, put a number one in the chat. I just want to understand. If we doing this for nothing, or we doing this for something? Listen, if you bopping with me right now, though, Make I want a number two. <laughs> I want a number two if you bopping with me right now. The T.I. Be my face. Hey. Yes, George. George said he got to listen to it twice. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Jeremy. Hey. Hold it Hey man, Click the link in the top. Grab your ticket. See you in Tennessee next week. May 20th through 22nd. You can't get there in person. Make sure you're there early. We want to see you in the building. I'm going to be there. Are you? Show up, Jeremy. Thank you, Asia. Hey. Get it, man. Hey. Y'all be blessed, man.